city of dreams. You want the starting lineup? Yes. In 2003, home was, we opened up at home versus the Orlando Magic, blew a 20-point lead, and the starting lineup that night was um, Charlie Ward, Allen Houston, Keith Van Horn, Kurt Thomas, and Dikembe Mutombo. I wore my Latrell Sprewell jersey that night because I was mad they traded Spree for Keith Van Horn. 2004, or I'm sorry, 2004. 2004, opening night was in Minnesota. We lost in a close game. The starting lineup was Stephon Marbury, Jamal Crawford, Tim Thomas, Kurt Thomas, and Nazi Muhammad. <laughs> Now that was impressive. <laughs> yo, yeah, yo, very. <laughs> yo, I called Ryan Bryan twice last week. Right. <laughs> and this guy remembers. <laughs> yo, it's it's like the I starting I, lineup from I, like, I, oh, I can't crazy. even I can't even recall who the Knicks opened up against with against last season. Crazy, <laughs> crazy. What's your name again? <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the Nick of Time show with that Knicks talk in the Nick of Time. This is Edson Sean. Yo, what's going on? This is Jay Ellis, and the full band is back plus yeah, let, one. Let's get a plus for you. Let's get a plus for you. It's been the G&J show for a minute. I know, right? <laughs> Holding like, it down, me and Ryan. Like five, six weeks strong, exactly. yo. Sam, right? Why, why you gotta put us on blast? Seven, I mean, eight, I'm, nine. I'm just yo, saying. Why do you have to say it's been, it's don't, been don't, that long? Yo, Kathy, don't even worry about it. That's why I had to come in last week. and I had to, I had to, Thank you, Edson. Yeah, it's, all, it's all good, though, yeah. because... Regardless, the people know. Of course. <laughs> of course. That's what I'm saying. So of course. Shame. Shame. All right. But I, I, I don't remember how to do the intro because it's been a minute. Oh, yes. You got to. Yes. It's been a minute. But to my right is Miss Black Girl Magic herself. K. Steele. Ooh, ooh. Hey. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> we did good. We did good. And to good. my left is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G in the building. Yeah. Who is and always here. <laughs> Word. <laughs> with Jay Ellis holding down the KOT show. Whose man is these? I don't know these guys. I, I don't know, man. Don't worry about it. I, 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 and I, I knew that was coming. But today we have a very special show. Yes. Special. Special. I know a lot of you out there who listen to our show think you are the number one Knicks fan. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but as you heard, this man was able to recall starting lineups from like, I don't even remember the age. Just, I, just, I just played the clip and I don't even remember the year. We have with us in the building, Anthony MSG. Mr. Anthony Donahue joining us today. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's quite the honor. And that was uh, <laughs> quite the intro. I hope I can live up to it. You know? so, uh, I'll do my best. I can promise you that. Word, of course, of course. So, you know, I'm not sure a lot of people are familiar with your story. You know, again, you are a diehard <clears throat> Knicks fan. Uh, you ended up being on SNY, the Knicks blog, and then you started the podcast 33rd and 7th, and you contributed to ESPN. So how did you make the transition from being a fan to starting a podcast to eventually being where you are right Actually, now. I really didn't make a transition. I never stopped being a fan. Mm -hmm. so it's, uh, yes. Bars! Yeah. 
<laughs> it's kind of funny. So when I started interning at ESPN Radio back in 2004, when I was 20 years old, uh, mm-hmm. um, they used to tell me like, "You can't be a fan and be in this business." Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. I remember the executive producer used to tell me that Aaron Spielberg. I'll drop his name. Like he told me, and I'm a, no, if it's a good name drop, but he was like, mm-hmm. you know, you can't be a fan and be in this business. Mm. Wow. Oh wow. Did, did he and, explain? Uh, yeah, because, you know, I, I don't remember the wording, but basically, I heard that a lot when I was at ESPN. Mm-hmm. I was wow. an intern, and I ended up working there for four years after that, okay, behind yeah. the scenes and stuff, but, like, I was told you can, no, obviously, I know, when you, go, I've been to games as media, when you go to the games as media, obviously, mm-hmm. you go as media, you go mm-hmm. professionally, do, you, you do what you have to do, you do the work you have to do, right. mm-hmm. but he was, he would always tell me, and even other people there as well, like, you can't root. You can't be a fan and still mm-hmm. do a talk show. You can't be a fan and work oh. in the media. Oh, <laughs> Again, I get when you're working at an event. If I'm working at a press conference, yeah. and, of course, you know. Yeah. You mean like pl- fanning out? Like no, well, no, that's obvious. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, biggest, I'm the biggest. Yeah. Fan. I'm the no, but, no, but he, but it was like no, you cannot root for a team. Like I root for the Knicks and oh, still be, be successful in this business. Mm-hmm. But oh, I mean, I think I've been pretty successful since you know since I came up. I started to come up in 2004 and right. started mm-hmm. my own show in 05 and the Knicks blog in 2009. And I've never hid my fan. Now, granted, I'm not as I'm not on ESPN Radio every day, so I still right. got a lot of work to do. Of course, yeah. but. I've never hid my fandom at all. Like yeah. I, I've mm-hmm. when I'm on the air, I say we. If you look at the guests I've had over the years, I, I get better guests than a lot of shows that are on ESPN Radio. Right. Yes. And yeah. I've never hid my fandom. You yeah. know, I've had exclusive yeah. interviews with Spike Lee, Chris yeah. Dabbs Porzingis, mm-hmm. Jeff Van Gundy. You name it. All, all those guys all know I bleed orange and blue. So, mm-hmm. but also. Facts. That was two, in 2004 when I was interning ESPN Radio 0405. Mm-hmm. So now we're talking 14 years later, and I kind of think the narrative has changed a little bit yes. about being a fan and working in this business. And you know, I've had mm-hmm. numerous conversations with even the new New York Knicks PR guy Dan Sabreen, who's an awesome dude, mm-hmm. and we've had conversations about you know more fans, fan media. Mm-hmm. So right. I feel, especially in the Knicks community, I feel I'm not saying I was the first. But I feel I was one of the first, especially like with the podcasting and mm-hmm. to do yeah. like not even like a humble brag, but to do what, what I did <laughs> not, with the Knicks with the Knicks podcasting. Because I don't think uh, I'm sounding like Jay Z or some shit right now. <laughs> man, talk but, uh, stuff, I, man. I, 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 talk, you, talk I don't think there's. I, I, I'm just taking a year off from shows. I'll be back next year with I got a lot of stuff brewing. Mm-hmm. But you've never seen a, a Knicks podcast do what I did yeah. and mm-hmm. have the guests that I've had yeah. and yeah. and it's all being a fan. You know, yeah. going to every game as a fan. So it's mm-hmm. been a it's been yeah. quite the wild ride. The only thing that's you know I've lived my dream life. The only thing that's really missing is the Knicks actually being good. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, yeah. like, <laughs> dying like, for that to happen. You know, other than that, <laughs> right, like, right. you know, becoming friends with all my idols and heroes and, you know, basically knowing every Knicks since 2001 mm-hmm. and every mm-hmm. Nick from the 90s I have a relationship with. Like, er- all of my heroes I have a relationship with. That's so, crazy. um, yeah. you know, like I said, I've lived my dream. I'm still living my dream. I'm at, I'm, I basically have been at almost every Knicks game in the last 17 years. I've been going. For 25 years since I was 10, I just turned 35. So all I need is the Knicks to be good, and right, I'll, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll really be the happiest person in the world. But, but there's no doubt it's been a, I've lived this dream fantasy life the last you know 15, 16 years yes. being involved in sports and again to work so closely with the New York Knicks organization even and now more than ever. That's so dope. Man. That so. that's crazy. Like, yo, because. 
personally, and I don't know if you know it, know it or not, but you kind of like set a seat because, like you said, to me, you were like one of the first ones to actually do it. Yes, you were the first ones who actually got me into podcasting well, in general. You. Thank you. <laughs> it was like it was like you and like Combat Jack. It was yes. like, <laughs> I appreciate Combat that. Jack. Rest in peace to Combat Jack. Rest in peace. I appreciate but, that. But you seem so sure. Was, was there ever a time when you just like because you know they told you that you shouldn't be a fan? But was there a time where you just like you know what? Did you try to like tone it down? At I one mean, point, or no, did you just always you no. always just full throttle? I'm a no, fan, full throttle, full yeah. throttle. Mm-hmm. I mean, like if I if I was at work and I, if I was at a, something to do with work, yeah, I acted professional and still do to this day. Mm-hmm. But I never toned down being a fan ever, Word. Word. ever yeah. to this day. Tell us about that uh, the infamous first interview that you had when you were getting into this. We were talking about uh, uh, off the air bit, and I'm sure if the listeners even know that story. Yeah, no, I'm so sure some do, and I'm sure some don't. And I yeah. guess I can entertain you guys with that. <laughs> so when I was so. When I after high school, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. So I started working for my uncle at the board of elections. I worked in the mailroom. I was 17 years old. Didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. Okay. Worked there for a few years, and finally I heard an ad on the radio for the Connecticut School of Broadcast. And I said, "Shit, I know sports. I have personality. Let me give it a try." Mm-hmm. So I went to an audition, uh-huh. and I made it. I think they actually accept everybody. I think if you can, <laughs> I, no offense to the school. I love the school, but I think they, you know, they probably accept most. Was it, it was like your boy we got into it, and you was like, "He's not good. How you get here?" Yeah. So, but, but anyway, I made the school, and it was it was it was an awesome school. I got some, you know, I'm still cool with the director. He's my guy. Mm-hmm. I shout out to Marty Hertzstein, and I, I did pretty well in the school. I didn't win any awards. I got through it, and it was about a 16 to 20 week program. Mm-hmm. And when it was done, I went back to working in the mailroom, and I said, hey listen, at least I could say I tried something. Yeah. You know, I'll, have, I'll have this job till I'm 60 years old, yeah. retire. Yeah. But I was still going every Nick game. I got my season tickets ready, so I was happy. Yeah. yeah. So a few weeks after graduation, I was going to a Yankees playoff game. Game one versus the Twins in 2004. Johan Santana pitched the gym, by the way. Mm. And who, I think Kevin Brown pitched it for the Yankees, and mm-hmm. I believe the, the Twins won Twins won that game. Twins won, but the Yankees won that series. Ended up, you know, obviously losing to the Red Sox. Right, right, right. You know, yeah. in, in the second, in the famous ALCS where they blew the three nothing lead. But let's not get into that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm walking to the game, yeah. and ESPN Radio is doing a remote broadcast outside Stan Sports Bar, and it was Wally Matthews, Tom Keegan, Brandon Tierney. At the time, Brandon Tierney was my favorite radio host. Wally Matthews, I've been following since I was like eighth, ninth grade in the Post. Mm, um, right. He was on a show called The Last Word with Jim Rome, so I was a big fan of Wally. So I stopped them, just wanted to talk. Talk basketball, talk baseball with them. Had a great conversation. Finally, at the end of the conversation, I said, do you, know, do you guys need interns at ESPN? They're like, yeah, sure. Call our boss, who's Aaron Spielberg. Call our boss, mm-hmm. tell him you met us, and maybe he'll give you an interview. Wow. Mm-hmm. Called him the next day, sent my resume. All I had is that I went to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting for 16 weeks. I delivered some newspapers in high school. <laughs> and, I, and I worked as a, as a mail clerk for the New York City Board of Elections, and I was 20 years old. <laughs> so he, I sent the resume down, and he didn't really seem too interested. And, you know, he's like, listen, we're getting resumes from Syracuse, from Fordham, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, from the best schools. But I called every day for like a month. Yeah. Every yeah. day. Right, right. Fi- yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> so finally, he, um, he called me back and said, come down for an interview. So I go for an interview. <coughs> So I go for an interview, and goes pretty well. He's like, "What can you do?" And I was like, "I don't know. Whatever you want." I just want to <laughs> yes. you know, like, I'm, I'm in the interview. Like Michael K. walks by. I'm just Man. like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So at the end of the interview, he's like, "I'll give you. I'll call you in like a week." And I was like, "Can you just tell me now?" So I was really like, "I got nothing to lose." I mean, I grew right. up in a small town in upstate yeah. New York. Right. I'm living in the city. Right. I got nothing to lose. Yeah. So finally, he's like. Can you start Monday? I was like, hell yeah. But it gets better. Uh-huh. He's like, you're going to be getting college credits, right? Oh, oh, nice. So I was like, of course. Right. So yeah. the first month or so on the internship, 
I did. I was a regular intern, intern, did pretty well. Mm-hmm. But by the time it got to January, there was really no interns there at the time. Me and like one other kid, they had me working like seventy hours a week. Oh, oh wow. didn't pay me a dollar, but I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I was trying to like earn my stripes. Of course. So yeah. I, w- I would come and <clears throat> produce, help produce the morning show with Wally and the Key. They were on from ten to one in the morning. Then I'd help call screen the uh, from Michael K. Then Stephen A. Smith started in 05. Mm. I was producing the weekend shows. Wow. I was dead ass there 70 hours a week. Wow. They eventually hired me around June 2005. Mm. I actually got my first paycheck around the time we drafted Channing Fry, mm. Nate, wow. Nate, oh, <laughs> Nate Robinson, and David Lee. Yes. So what was funny was that somewhere around May and June, they were like, You're an intern, right? And I was like, Yeah, obviously. Yeah. They're like, when do you go to school? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, I kind of got, because they they were all talking about it. Like, wait, he's here 70 to 80 hours. (laughs) Not only was I helping produce the morning show of Wally and the Key from 10 to 1, I was helping, you know, call screen if needed on the K show. I was also helping from 10, from after Nick games and Ranger games to midnight, call screen the the night shows with Gordon Damer or Brandon Tierney. So they were all talking privately. They're like, yo, when does this kid go to school? And finally I was like, I I never went to school. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to to be here. Wow. Yeah. See, I have a, see, I'm not even going to talk about my theory about school and stuff and college and, and, but whatever, yeah. That's a great story, man. That that just shows persistence, man. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, man. Anyway, that's another podcast. That's another whole nother show. So, but either way, they they love me. I eventually got hired there, but, when I was working at ESPN Radio, I started my own radio show in the land where I paid like three, four hundred dollars an hour for the airtime. This is back oh, in two thousand five. Yeah. There was really no podcasting or anything right. like that. So you, so you did so, show for thirty minutes. <laughs> an hour, an hour. Oh, so it was me and two other guys. It was called the Sports Trinity on five forty WLIE in the land, exit fifty one in uh, Deer Park. So my first show was gonna be mid January two thousand five. And my first guest was gonna be Brandon Tierney. At the time Brandon and I we got close like right away. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right away we got close. We're still in touch with this day. I was hanging out with him the other day at CBS. He's doing a show with Tiki Barber now. So he's one of my oh, best friends. Oh nice. So Brandon was gonna be my first guest. So the first show was gonna be that Thursday. It was right after I think the Jets played the Chargers in the playoffs. It was a few days before if you remember when uh Herm Edwards took the knee Yes, and then yes, they ended yes, up kicking yes. a longer field goal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a few days before that game because the Jets had just beat the Chargers. Because okay. mm-hmm. I remember BT was really hyped up. He's a big Jets fan. So BT confirmed he's my first guest. That Thursday night, like uh, the show started at 11 p.m. He said he'd come on like 11.30. Cool. So that Saturday morning, <clears throat> I was going to intern at ESPN Radio. Mm-hmm. I had to be there at like 7.30 a.m. to produce the Dr. Rob Gottlin show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell Dr. Rob's up to now. But anyway... <laughs> So as I get in the elevator at Two Penn Plaza, it's about 7.30 in the morning. Who gets in the elevator with me? John Starks. Oh, oh wow. What? I would freak out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm 21 years old. I'm still so young. I'm just like, oh, shit. Right, and I just, right. I'm just like, what's up, John? He's like, what's up? <laughs> yeah, like, this is like, like, Ewing's my favorite player of all time. Uh-huh. But I, I'm not a big man. Like, Starks yeah. is my guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm a like, shooter. I wore, yeah. I'm a shooter. I wore the wristband. Yeah. I pounded my yeah. chest. Yeah. Like, like, it's so crazy. When John Starks' grandmother was sick my freshman year in high school, I had her initials on my wristband. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how. That's, that's, a, that's a dedicated fan right there. Yeah. That's Damn. a dedicated I'm fan. I'm a... Yeah. So. Oh. The, the Knicks are on, the ESPN at the time was on 17, the Knicks are on 14. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the elevator gets to 14 and John gets off. So I got off with him. <laughs> right, of course. He's, he's like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, listen, like you're my hero. I'm doing my first ever radio show on Thursday night. I said, would you be my first guest? 
And he's like, yeah, take my number. And I was like, oh, what? Wow. I said, wait, you're giving me your number? He's like, take my number. I'm like, but you're John Stark. He's like, yeah, I know. Take my number <laughs> and call me. So he gives me his number. Texting wasn't even prevalent yet. I don't remember, nah, I don't yeah. remember texting people until about the summer of 05. This yeah. is January 05. He might not uh-huh. have responded if you text him. You're yeah. probably yeah. Yeah. No one knew what that was. Right. I didn't, yeah, I started texting around summer 05. That's yeah. the first time I remember texting. Uh-huh. So John gives me his number. The first thing I do, I log on AOL and some messenger at ESPN. Update my info. John Starks gave me his number. So wait, that was your like a your away <laughs> message? Both, both. <laughs> so I get oh, done for the day and I, I start calling him. Wow. So that, that day, I called like fifty times. He doesn't answer once. Oh, within like four days. So I'm like, it's not gonna happen. Why would I've never even done a radio show my entire life? There's no way that my hero, the guy that I worship beyond belief, right. is going to be my first guest. I mean, that's a fairy tale. It Do- yeah. doesn't happen. So it's the night of my first show. It's about 10.51 maybe, mm-hmm. nine minutes till showtime. Getting ready to go. I'm not even thinking about the Starks thing anymore. I knew it wasn't going to happen. Like, right. mm-hmm. There's right. no way that shit was going to happen. <laughs> All of a sudden, my phone rings, and it's a blocked number. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who the hell's calling me? I'm, go- I'm going on the air, man. Who's calling me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Hello? Hello, is this Anthony? Yes, it is. May I ask who's calling? This is John Starks. I'm like, oh, yes. Can I? He's like, do you still want me on your show? I was uh, like, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, the producer will call you in like 15 minutes. And I just started running around the studio, and I just messed up the mic. I started just running around the studio like, yo, I'm about to interview John Starks. And I wasn't even prepared for it. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, you know, 12 minutes later, the show starts, and um, you know, 10 minutes into the show, the the board op is like he's on the line, and I'm like, holy wow. shit! Like I'm about to introduce my hero. Mm-hmm. So, and it's become a tradition every time I have a Nick player on now. Mm-hmm. So the the produce, the board op producer is like, you know, Starch is on the line. I'm, I just I was so nervous. I was just like, so right now joining the Sports Trinity on 540 WLIE, number three. John Starks. Yeah. Because like, I was so nervous. Yeah. I did it just like Mike Wachewski. Yes. And he came out. I think I did a pretty solid interview. I've interviewed him 20 times since. We've become, yeah. we have a relationship now. Yeah. I mean, I was 15, 14, 15 years ago. Right. I mean, Starks came out, and it was his birthday the other day. Rest in peace to Anthony Mason. Yeah. Yeah. Starks came on my radio show 24 hours after Anthony Mason passed away. Wow. Yeah, so, so John and I have built quite the relationship over the years. Mm-hmm. But for him to be my, the first guest I ever had on any wow, radio show. Yeah. That's like people sometimes don't need interview their idol for ten years, twelve right, years, yeah. or if they ever get a chance Out to the interview game. their idol. And the first show I ever did was with my hero John Starks. Yeah. That's what you call swinging for the fences. Yeah. 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 Man, no excuses. Man. Yeah, man. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. I mean, oh man. So out of all the people that you have interviewed, I mean that's that's up there. Yeah, but of like, course. You know, you've done a lot of athletes, hip hop personalities is there anybody that stands out i think i know he's gonna say um as far as the name or the content both uh the the best interview i've ever done i don't know if i if i if, if i was that good during the interview was probably my first one-on-one with spike lee mm. oh yeah because i there's two there's two that stand out the most and the, mm. the first was a one-on-one with spike lee and because so i've been going to nick games since 1994 right. i never talked to spike mm. at a game never mm. have you know so when spike gets to the game like, Spike wants just to chill. Yeah. yeah. Especially now in the social media era, everyone wants mm-hmm. a selfie with him. He just wants to chill. Mm-hmm. So it's one game. It was um, November It was November 30th or December 1st, 2010. We just got Amari mm-hmm. playing the Nets that night. I brought my friend Sean to the game. Okay. And Sean was, was really into movies and acting and films and shit. Mm-hmm. So Sean was like, 
you're friends with everybody here. Are you friends with Spike? I said, honestly, I've never even talked to Spike. Mm-hmm. Not that I've ever seen Spike be standoffish or anything, but I just, he just has that look where just don't bother me. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. But not like in a bad way. Just like, don't bother. He, he's there. He just wants to chill. He's usually with his son, Jackson. Yeah. Uh-huh. He just wants to chill. I never really approached Spike, you know? Mm-hmm. So we're watching. Uh, it was like 45 minutes before tip off. We're down by the court, actually right by Spike's seats, but about 20 feet away. It's so weird telling the story because it's 100% true. It just sounds like it's bullshit. Uh-huh. And, um, <laughs> so at the time, TKB Radio was just hot. I mean, it, TKB mm-hmm. Radio at the time has been going on about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. People were stopping me at the garden all the time for photos, stuff like that. It just it got really big really fast. Yeah, right, 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 so right. my friend Sean is like, there's Spike. I was like, oh, yeah, I see him all the time. He's like, he's looking at you. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like he's definitely not looking at me, but thanks. He's like, no, no, he's looking at you. He's not, but okay, now mind you, I've been at almost every home game at the time for the last nine right, years. Right, right. Still been going since 94. I've never had a conversation with Spike. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he walks closer to me, and he walks right next to me. Whoa. He says, Anthony Donahue? I was like, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, love your radio show. Wow. I was like, oh. Wow. I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, let's do it all the time. He's like, when's your next show? I was like, tomorrow night. He's like, I'm coming on. Oh, I was damn. Like, oh. Invite. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even ask. He's like, word. He's like, so, <laughs> I didn't have a, and I'm like, it just so happens. I don't have a guest yet. Yeah. Right. And um, he gave me his number and email. Hit me up about midnight that night. It was like, you know, I'm good to go. Text me a number to call. Mm-hmm. So that whole day I was nervous. Because kind of the same way I was thinking about not approaching him. I didn't know how long the interview would go. Like, is this going to be a 10-minute thing mm-hmm. and it's yeah. over? And if that's the case, that's fine. Or is it going to be a long... I, I didn't know what to expect. Right. Comes on at about 9, 10. It goes to like 10, 30. Just, two, wow. just like two guys in a bar yes. talking yeah. about the Knicks. It was yeah. just... It got to a point where he took over and he started interviewing me on my show. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. I mean, he yeah. was just telling stories, talking about you know being in Indiana for those crazy Knicks playoff oh, games, man. talking about like he felt like he was walking into a clan rally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. You know, so he he had a lot. It was just an amazing conversation. And people started to know who I am. Obviously, not everybody knows who I am yet. I'm still, you know, right. growing. Right. But right. people, like, knew who I was. But that night, I felt a lot changed in my yeah. life. Yeah. Because I, I had some great guests before Spike. You know, I had Alan Houston, John Starks, Kurt Thomas, Jeff Van Gundy, Earl Monroe, Walt Frazier, Ooh, Jim, Jim Beheim, Zach Randolph. Just casually naming Nick Legends. Nate Robinson, John Starks, Jamal Crawford, David Lee. I had those all before Spike Lee, just to name a few. Yeah. yeah. And But the Spike Lee interview was just different. It just like you know, really wow. um, changed things. But the other interview that comes to mind, though, is from a content and a guest standpoint, and I've interviewed him about four or five times. Been lucky enough to. We have a decent relationship. And that's Jeff Van Gundy. Mm. And I've had Jeff on my show a few times. And so there was one night in 2014, I was doing a live show. I texted him during the day. I said, hey, Jeff, can you come on tonight? I said, I'm having Kurt Thomas 10 minutes into the show. And Jeff just said, when Kurt's done, text me. If I can call in, I'll call in. I said, cool. So mm-hmm. I didn't promote it. Kurt comes on for about 20 minutes. This is October of 2014. Mm-hmm. Kurt comes on about 20 minutes. It gets done. I shoot Coach Van Gundy a text. Said I, I still call him Coach to this day. I said, hey, <laughs> I said, hey, Coach, Kurt's done. Here's the number. You know, he didn't text me back. Producer, my producer's like, yo, Jeff's on the line. All right, bet. Jeff texts me finally. I got 10 minutes. That's it. Mm-hmm. Hard time. 10 minutes. That's rough. So I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. That's fine. So we just talked about the upcoming Knicks season. Mm-hmm. You know, what's Iman Shumpert going to be? Phil Jackson, Mello. That was mm-hmm. it. So now we're at nine minutes. And I want to, and Jeff Van Gundy, I don't want to piss him off. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, hey, Jeff, listen, before we wrap it up, 
I know you said you only got about 10 minutes tonight, but do you ever just think back to the to those days in the 90s and a few things? Think about how much fun you had and think about just, you know, maybe never getting that championship. But think about how much fun you had and the great memories of being at the Garden for so many big moments of the wins in Miami and Indiana, mm-hmm. et cetera. All of a sudden, he stayed on the show for 30 more minutes. Wow. wow. He just, I mean, there was, there was times during that interview where, like, he, I thought he was going to cry. Wow. He started telling stories about how him and like, Dave Checkets begged Pat not to go to Seattle and wow. just told stories that, like, if you – and a lot of the, the, the Post, the news, ESPN all picked up the interview the next day. Mm-hmm. Jeff told stories that he's never told publicly on that on that, that night. Oh, no. And I didn't know what to do. I'm like, when do I end the interview? Right. And I, fi- I finally ended it, but I think it could have went 10, 15 more minutes. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. So then Jeff hangs up. And then guess who calls in right after that? Tina Servacio calls in. <laughs> what? And she's oh. like, Anthony, that was amazing. But she called in because, um, if you remember, Kurt Thomas's last game was a Nick in Utah <laughs> when he broke his foot, and Tina yes. interviewed him yeah. after that game. Yeah. Yeah. So Tina called in to talk about that as well mm-hmm. as talk about the interview with Jeff Van Gundy. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I, you know, and I was fine with Jeff coming on for ten minutes. But he, you know, it was it was an amazing interview. Got picked up by so many outlets, and uh, that was as far as from a content stand. And then obviously name wise. Jeff Van Gundy's right up there, but yeah. from a content standpoint, yeah, I would go with the, the, the interview with Spike. That my first one, I've had Spike a few times, but that first one-on-one with Spike Lee and that particular interview with Jeff Van Gundy. Oh, I just wow. knew he was gonna say no. pretty well. Well, then there was the well, the first time I had. So I've only had Spreewell once actually, because yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. everybody knows that Spreewell has been away from was been had been away from the Garden. Yeah, since, yeah. you know, really he was you know Pasan and Grada when he got traded. Then when he came back. A few months later, and yelled at James Dolan. And yeah, I was at that game yeah. versus Minnesota oh, wow. on, uh, I believe, it was December twenty third, two thousand three. A few days after, the Knicks hired Isaiah Thomas, mm-hmm. and I still believe to this day they hired Isaiah yeah, this guy's Thomas. Crazy. They hired. <laughs> yeah. I still believe to this day they hired Isaiah Thomas that day. They hired him the day before, I believe, just for a shield for Sprewell coming back to the Garden. Mm-hmm. I think wow. Isaiah was probably still going to get hired, right. but I think they hired him that day because Sprewell was coming back that night. Mm-hmm. And um, mm. so Sprewell was obviously Pisana and and we know you know Sprewell's back yeah. doing work with the organization. Him and I yeah. actually become friends. Like we text quite a bit. And he's been, he's been <laughs> on my show. We've actually done a few events together. Oh wow! So it's yeah. it's really been really cool. And I've, you know, I'm friendly with his daughter, who's who's rapping. So check her out. Oh, she's really? Like, oh. She's, like a, she's like a little young MA or some shit. Oh, <laughs> oh. what? Check okay. his daughter, his daughter, right. his daughter rapping. Dope, but him, Spree and I have become friends, and it was the first time. And like, I guess I never want to get used to. It, but I've been around John Starks and Larry Johnson, Alan Houston, Walt Frazier. I've been around these guys for a while now. So get like first time being around Spree, it was like seeing a ghost. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. I was like, yeah. man, I never, I've because I've talked to people high up in the Knicks organization over the last 10, 15 years, and been like, yo, is there any chance Spree will ever come back? And they're like, no, wow. like, oh, damn. no, yeah. to the point where like about five, six years ago, I mean, MSG and Network did like top 25 dunks in Knicks history uh-huh. and there's not one Sprewell dunk. Really? Oh, you know, man. You had the like politics. four, you had like oh, yeah. four oh. Nate Robinson dunks yeah. but you don't have the Sprewell dunk on Jaron Jackson. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You know, so and I if believed anyone, it. There man. was like no chance that Sprewell was going to come back and I'm, obviously mm-hmm. we know what happened with the Oakley situation. Yeah. That's I was about to say I'm un- hoping that's I'm unfortunate. Hoping, man. But uh, Sprewell's back in the garden doing things with the organization, and uh, wow. it's awesome. I mean, it's, it's great to see Sprewell back. Sprewell yeah, back with the course. organization. Oh, man. You yeah, actually most definitely. taping live one time in front of the garden mm-hmm. with uh, my friend oh. C. Oh, yeah. And, and, one, of the, and one, of the, one of the people, one of the, uh, the followers was like, 
Spiegel was right behind you. It was like, man, stop playing. That's Jay Ellis with the clean. You know, that's just Jay Ellis. Fetch a camera. We played it back, and sure enough, Spiegel was right behind us. We didn't even know it. I was like, no. We it's like, <laughs> it's like, that could have like, been that shot. That could have been a John Stark's elevator moment. <laughs> it's like you should have listened. Oh, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, wow, man. man. So, that's I dope. mean, you've clearly remember and have seen all these different iterations of the Knicks team. And, I mean, right now we're losing, of course, because we're in a rebuild mode. But how do you feel about the direction of the team right now? Um, I feel I feel great about it. It's probably the best I felt about the Knicks since around the time we got Amari and Mello. Yes. And obviously yes. that ain't yeah. go perfect, obviously. Right. Yeah. I, I need you to say that one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a mic, of, there's, a, there's a lot of people who doubt the Knicks right now. Talk about and it. You, you just got to say that. Yeah, I mean, if you're down, you, you can't go by what they're doing on the court this year. And if you're a Knicks mm-hmm. fan and you know what's going on, exactly. you're not necessarily rooting for wins and losses. Nice. If, if we get a win, great. But if yeah. we don't and the young guys play. Now, if the Knicks lose and, say, Kevin Knox plays like trash and Alonzo right. Trier is trash uh-huh. and right. Mitchell yes. Robinson can't dunk, or, then, yeah, that's, that's all. <laughs> yeah. But as long as the Knicks are competitive and – the young guys are showing promise, yes. and you recognize what's going on with the franchise. You know, we're going to mm-hmm. have cap space and young guys and exactly. stuff like that. Exactly. We'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll... Exactly. Yeah. I'm actually very happy with the direction. I mean, yeah. the games are comp- I mean, a little more competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, you can see a couple of years, Knox is going to be a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, Tree is my guy. I feel like he's going to definitely give us some good production. But I, I, I love the, the direction that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I man, I'm I'm with it too, man. As long as we don't mess it up, yeah. <laughs> of course, because yeah, we're not we're not an organization known for development. So we yeah. might give away some key pieces that we get. Yeah, exactly. As long as we can stay healthy too, that's been mm-hmm. a little. Uh, of course, yeah, yeah. like because yeah, both um Robinson and Nilakina were well, ankle injuries. I'm, I'm talking about KP, man. I'm talking about KP. Oh, KP. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but still, to me, Trey, Trey too, because Trey was a big. Uh, yeah, he's he was like, big for us last year, and I felt like he could. Yeah, yeah. I, still, I, I was I was extremely excited about Trey Burke before yeah. the season started, and I think mm-hmm. that uh, it's pro- he's probably not a starting point guard, but yeah, yeah. yeah. no, he's he could be a good seventh to ninth man on a yeah. good team. So Absolutely. of course, I, yeah. if there's a way for Trey to stick around for the next few years, I would mm-hmm. love it. Facts. Yeah, but, but I love his heart. I love his tenacity, oh, and yeah, he has man. those games where he can get you thirty out the yeah, blue. Exactly. Yeah. He's not going to get that every night. No, but, yeah. but Trey good... Burke's a guy that I definitely would like to have around for the yeah. future. Is he gonna? I don't know, but I would definitely mm. like that. Yeah, and if we get a good veteran point guard, I think grooming him too to make him a little bit better. But, but, I don't but, think but, that's but, not happening. But, 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 but talk about point. But, but talking about point guards though, can we talk about the development of Moody this season? Okay. I don't want to eat my words, you guys. Oh, wait, 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 but listen, it was based on what we yeah, saw. He, Moutier <laughs> was trash in the preseason. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I never forget. I don't know if it was the first or second preseason game at home, and he had like a post-up. He like yeah. dropped, just dropped the ball. <laughs> <laughs> he hard. Like, here's the thing. Here's the one thing I can't stand when it comes to like takes. Forget hot takes, just takes. Right. Mm-hmm. If I There's a difference between making a prediction and calling it like I see it. Yes. 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 And I'll give you the perfect Ooh. example. Yeah. I'll Great. give you the perfect example. And that something happened to me on Twitter. I'm used to getting rad, you know, railed on on Twitter, but when the people see me at the garden, they want to sell me. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, the Knox? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what I said about Kevin Knox 
All I said was that I don't have the tweet in front of me. But I was basically like, I want to see some more for him uh-huh. from him. Yeah. Never yeah. did I call him a bust. Yeah. Never yeah. did I say he was playing like trash. Uh-huh. I was kind of like, times he looks like he's sleeping out there. Uh-huh. I want to see some more. Yeah. Yeah. And then when he played well, motherfuckers was like, yo, you gonna eat, you you eating your words? <laughs> now, now how I had I said. Kevin Knox is going to be a bust. Yeah, He's yeah, trash. Yeah, yeah. Then knock me all you want. Right. Yeah. But right. if I'm calling it like I see it, mm-hmm. like, and how I saw it around that time was it looked like he was sleepwalking. Yeah. Uh-huh. I want to see more from him. <laughs> and, he, and then he finally woke up. And then, That's yeah. different than saying, I think player X is going to be a yeah. bust. Yeah. Yes. Major difference. And some people on Twitter... Just they live in their parents' basement. <laughs> they, 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 they live off ketchup sandwiches and milk. You know what I'm saying? That, 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 that so there's the a difference yeah. between, okay. like I said, that's why you, that's uh, a take prediction uh-huh. and calling it like you see it. Yes. Yeah, so if true. I say, you know, if I say like, you know, um, you know, Kevin Knox played bad today. Uh-huh. I'm not calling him a buster saying he's gonna play bad tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Saying he played bad today. Calling yeah. it like you see. Yeah, exactly. I just I just don't understand. So, and so everybody's like, Oh, you eating your words about Knox, but I no, nah, I never said he was gonna be <laughs> yeah. a bust. And it sometimes it does look like he's sleepwalking right. out there. Yeah. He Absolutely. does. And he and Kevin yeah. Knox himself said talked it. about <laughs> working on his motor. And yeah. I went on yeah. and I was on serious NBA radio with Justin Termini and I said you know, a motor, I don't know if that's something you can teach. So is that something I'm still worried about? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Absolutely. Because, like, for example, I play ball once a week, every two weeks. I'd like to play more. I still think I'm a great player in my own little world. <laughs> if, I, if, if, if we go to the gym right now and I haven't played in a week, I'm going to be ready to play and be pounding my chest and want to bust your ass because I got a motor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. granted, it's only on the level of pickup in the gym and in the yeah. parks over the summer. So I don't think a motor is something you can teach. So Kevin Knox himself brought up his motor. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't bring it up. Right. I didn't bring it up. Y'all didn't bring it up. Right. We brought it up. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like some people on Twitter just they're really just stupid. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it's it's a different it's life so when you're a though. Knicks fan in your own house and then when you yeah. get in front of a camera and start. Because <laughs> I started uh-huh. doing a post game live show with my, with my guy CP and um. We was covering summer league Alonzo Trier, uh-huh. and we was and Franklin Clinton got injured. And I was like, oh. Can Lonzo Cure be point guard? I was like, I don't know if Alonzo could be a point guard because yeah. he doesn't like to pass the ball. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So then, fast forward, the Pistons game, he almost has a triple-double. He has like seven assists, 20 points. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and then some dude remembered two, three months before, yo, Jay Ellis, you said he couldn't be a yeah. point guard. I was right. like, I was like, and that was one game. <laughs> one yeah, game. one game. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, they brought up the time people, today. They yeah. brought up. <laughs> Again, if you say I think Kevin Knox is going to be trash and he becomes yeah. great, then then clown on me all you want. Yeah. Right. If I'm just saying he's not playing well at the time, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'll right. give you a, I'll give you one when I was a kid that I that I that I was actually high on and I was against everybody in the chat rooms. <laughs> I know how old you guys of are. Course, oh, no, AOL, no, no, the AOL chat rooms. Well, this was MSG chat rooms. Oh, MSG. I might I was 14 years old. I don't know how old you. I'm 35. I know how old you guys are. Oh yeah. Oh, you're old. Okay. Yeah. We're like all around the same age. Yeah, yeah. Oh, perfect, perfect, yeah. perfect. So, I, the older I get, I can't tell ages. Like, of course, me neither. Yeah. yeah. If you, told, if you either. told me you was 25, I believe. If you told me you was 38, I'll take that. You know what I'm saying? I got a couple. I got a couple grades going on. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know what's funny about the 
braids though, and I was talking about us with my girl a few weeks ago. Actually, she was the one that brought it up because she likes it. I think most women do. Yes, you like it because you know, I know because talking about yes. Twitter again. Sometimes dudes on Twitter will clown on me about the gray in my beard. Right. Uh, and that's only guys. But no, that. no, that was my point. Oh, guys clown on the guys. So braids? that yes. That so it was her. It was her point. Give her credit for it. And she was like. It's so funny because you never hear a woman say, ha ha, you have grays in your beard. Right, it's yeah, only right. dudes. Yes. So if you're a dude that dyes your beard black, you're actually dying it to impress other men. <laughs> because oh, most damn. women... Oh, wow. I actually no know dudes for Mr. Dyed their beard. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to so out most, Because <laughs> I, I would say, I don't know, maybe 9 out of 10 women, yeah. probably uh-huh. 26 and over, probably yeah. like it. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, so if you're... That's why George Clooney is like forever. Be, wait, wait. Is, that, is, is, is the math right, Kathy? Yes. Okay. She's already <laughs> she, 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 she has. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. I co-sign all the way. Yeah. Saying, I know dudes who dye their beards, and it's sad, but George Clooney is, like, forever great. You think like, he made bro. it cool to have a gray in your Facts. beard? Because I know it's eventually going to be. It's kind of been the same for, like, four years. Sean Connery also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, so Clash I mean, should do. In, in reality, you've never heard it. So Clash should do, a, like, a reverse saying. commercial then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, well, I kind of, you know what's kind of interesting? I kind of get it. For the celebrities, though, because yeah. like they want to maintain a certain look, yeah, but yeah. obviously, and I love Clyde. That's my yeah, man. Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. man. But it's kind of weird that he's seventy three and he doesn't have one gray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like me and Clyde take a picture Bruh. together. I'm thirty five. He's seventy three. <laughs> I got grays. He don't got no gray. <laughs> It's like, you know what I'm saying? Nah, like, Clyde be heavy on, on that just for men, man. He be heavy on that. On, man, I know well, even like you, you see Keith Hernandez, his mustache look like a fucking black sharpie. Oh, <laughs> oh, like, 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 it's, like, it's like there's oh, not, there's, I don't know, like you can't be. I don't think it's even possible to be what over what 43 and have zero gray hairs. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's not, not possible. No, Somebody stress you out. At least. Somebody stress you out. So when it comes, you just gotta let. I thought of dying it when they first started coming around 24. 14, but I was like, if you, my friends that were girls, are just like, nah, just leave it. No. And I, mm-hmm. I've left it since. Yeah, so. I've, that yeah. never crossed yeah. my mind. I have a few. I'm like, it never yeah. crossed my mind. Really? But, yeah. but, but, but you guys don't But believe? obviously they sell the product, so it's obviously does <laughs> Right, well. no, of course. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. there's, some, yeah. so there's some insecure dudes out here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, doesn't it, don't they say like, with gray comes like wisdom? With Nas like said that one of his, yeah. 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 Nas I don't know. I haven't reached that stage yet. I'm still trying to get there. It could pop up whenever. One day you'll be wise. Take it, take it, take it. It could pop up whenever, you know, <laughs> you, could, you, could get, you could get one tomorrow You know what I'm saying yeah. so, I don't even remember What topic we was on but I just, Oh no We're yeah, just talking yeah. about The direction of the team Yeah, yeah. so like yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very excited About the direction of the and team the, the last thing we spoke Was, was, was Moody and, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah. trying to tell Kathy to come to the altar no, yeah. I told everybody else exactly. I'll come for prayer right Because Come for prayer okay <laughs> I Night. still fully believe uh-huh. um, Hardaway's a bust He's not and a I'm, boss. He's a good player. I like. I'd like if the Knicks oh, were good damn, to have Hardaway be the sixth man. Yes, you can't, and especially because in the, of his contract, especially not, yes. in the NBA, yeah. especially yeah. now. We're not gonna do that. Guys getting you know eighty million a year. They're not gonna you do can't that, even yes. look at a guy's contract anymore. But, just, yeah. I, I have to because <laughs> <laughs> but listen, because of oh, Noah, because of him, like and 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 the history that we've had of dishing so much money to players that are not putting out. It's just like, bruh, I don't want us to become that team where we, we'll pay you mm-hmm. and you don't have to be productive. Well, Perry is here now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So we, we'll be all right. We're, we're Here's the thing. We're going to slow down I, on it. I'll come to the altar for, for prayer. Right. I'm Can you admit Moody is actually he a gotta decent basketball that, player? That's what right. I'm saying. He gotta, nah, he got to give me at least 10 more games. I mean, he was, he's obviously talented. He was the fifth pick in the draft. Right. But guys are coming out so much younger now. So when we were kids... 
If you left after high school, i.e. Kevin Garnett, yeah. Kobe Bryant, yeah. Tracy McGrady, mm-hmm. Moses Malone, right. Sean, Sean Kemp, Kemp. Right. You, Jermaine O'Neal, mm-hmm. you were nice. Yeah. Like, you yeah. were nice yeah. as fuck. Exactly. Yeah. Although exactly. Jermaine didn't really get probably good for about five years. <laughs> right. But you were nice as hell. Yeah. And now, or if you came out, came out after one year, like right. Stephon Marbury came after one year, you were yeah. like, oh my God, he's leaving after one year. He's really good. Yeah. Did, did, now did that, everyone feel like that about Carmelo? Yeah, Carmelo's probably the best freshman of I, all time. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean I Carmelo over LeBron. And <laughs> no, I mean, Mello, Mello, most people projected so, Carmelo so my point is, Now, if you're an average college player, or you know, you're leaving after one year, mm-hmm. and so many people, and even maybe myself at times, were giving up on these guys so young. Yeah. Yeah. When we were kids, you know, in the '90s and the '80s. If you came after one or two years, you were nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. So now the average player is coming after one year, mm-hmm. and sometimes it does suck for them because they don't develop right away. Yeah, they're, exactly. and they're out of the NBA, so right. it kind of sucks yeah. for them. And then, but then you get a, a Moutier situation where, like, mm-hmm. we know he's obviously really good. There was a reason why he's the fifth pick in the draft, mm-hmm. but he was you know, 19 years old. He wasn't ready for that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, even Trey Burke, he's not. I don't know if Moutier or Trey going to be stars, but they mm-hmm. both came. Well, I don't know if Trey was two years, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, but again. Even back in the 90s, if you came out after two years, you had to be really nice. Yeah. But now if you're just an average college player, you mm-hmm. know, a guard getting 13 and 5, you're coming out after one year, yeah. which is crazy to me, which is why yeah. I couldn't tell you five college basketball players right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember like, I remember like in like middle school, me and my friends would be at the lunch table. We would be talking college basketball for hours. You knew every player. Yeah. I mean, you, whether it was a starting lineup for the UCLA team or the Duke team or, you know, yeah. my Johnnies. And I, I'll say what, of all – the losses I dealt with in my life as a Knicks fan, especially the ones in the 90s, because even as, as fun as the 90s were, yeah. every year ended in absolute Absol- tragedy. Yes. 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 The, yes. Worst loss of, the worst loss of my life as a sports fan, besides all the Knicks ones, was St. John's Ohio State in 99. Because oh, I was yeah. so obsessed with that team. Eric Barkley, yeah. Ron Artest, Blue yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, LeVar Postel. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, they, and they were gangsters. Yeah. Yeah. They were yeah. Yeah. You, you wasn't yeah. fucking yeah. with them. <laughs> they beat the shit out of each other in yeah. practice. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's it. Bootsy yeah. Thornton. Yeah. They went up to Syracuse, got a dub. The same night, the Knicks had a preseason game. Spree's first game. And it was a Wednesday night. I think mm-hmm. it was January 27th. You can look that up real quick. If wow. You want. January 27th, you know, 1999. We, we trust you. You got it. Spree will have like 20-something in the second half. Yeah. But um, all the tickets to that game were free. Well, I, I think season ticket holders got them, and then the rest of the tickets went to like Foot Locker. It was mm-hmm. right after the NBA lockout. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah, they yeah. had the Mariah Carey song, I Still Love This Game. Yeah. Because yeah. I still believe, yeah. and, they, and on the, the end of the commercial, they would say uh, that they had the I Love This Game logo, mm-hmm. but in the top corner it said, I Still Love This Game. Oh, yeah. 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 That, I actually have a great story about the first playoff game I went to, was, which was that season. Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know if you guys want to hear it. Of course. Yeah, of course. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Of so, Of course. So that season, the lockout, I, I was so scared there wasn't going to be a season that year. Right. I think everybody, they, I think that, everybody yeah. was. Because the lockout yeah. in 2012, 2011 went to Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 That went to after New Year's. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, there's not going to be a season. Oh, you know what topic we missed? We're, we're going back at the, the chat room. Can we just go back to that real quick? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, well, a prediction room, yeah. that I made mm-hmm. in the chat rooms mm-hmm. and back in 98 that I was right about, which I got destroyed for. Which yes. I was one of the only Knicks fans, I think, on record, even though I was 14, mm-hmm. that I was pumped for the Canby for Oakley trade. Oh. I was all yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was. And I loved Oakley. Yeah. I just felt, obviously, you know, 
all NBA teams were slow back then. Yeah. But I just felt we were too slow. Mm-hmm. And Canby yeah. led the NBA in blocks the year before. Yeah. We never yeah. had a player like that. No. Yeah, Six eleven, long, run the court. Yeah. Yeah, he was so when that essential. trade was made on June 25th, 1998, the day before the first Subway Series game at Shea Stadium, which I was at, by the way, <laughs> Paul, you know, big home run off Mel Rojas in the eighth inning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yo, this yeah, dude remember me of crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> What's your name again? <laughs> <laughs> um, Yo, so... I was in the message boards like, yo, mm-hmm. this is an amazing trade. They were talking about it at Shea Stadium that night. Mm-hmm. Everybody was against it. I was like, no, this is a great trade. Yeah. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Oakley was yeah. still yeah. good after that. He was great for the Raptors those next yeah. no, years. Of course. Yeah. He fit them because they were a little fast with Oakley, Vince Carter, Alvin oh, Williams. Yeah, yeah. Um, those guys, Morris Peterson, he, he, he helped their, that team. But I thought that was a great trade for us. Yeah. And yeah, I got yeah. killed in the chat. And Camby really didn't play well to the playoffs, though. Yeah, the playoffs Jeff hated him. Yeah. Jeff, hated, <laughs> Jeff loves him now. Jeff yeah. hated him. So anyway, so that season, so every, so back in the day, there wasn't a lot of secondary markets to get tickets. I don't know if you remember, there was 1-800 sold out. I got one ticket from that phone number. That was mm-hmm. uh, opening night 2001 versus Washington. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jordan's first game back. Paid like okay. 250 for one ticket. Yeah. Um, so there wasn't a lot of secondary markets. So mm-hmm. to get so when Nick tickets would go on sale, and I was raised with my grandparents, my grandmother would be on Ticketmaster like 9 in the morning. Mm-hmm. She'd be busy. Because also, this is before we got the internet. I got the internet in 10th grade in 98. Yeah. yeah. So And also, my grandparents didn't let me use like their credit card online probably until senior year of high school. They were like, yeah. hell no. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Nick tickets would go on sale like you know a few weeks before the season. Mm-hmm. She'd be on hold in Ticketmaster until like 2 o'clock. They would tell you what games are available. Mm-hmm. So anyway, lockout ends. My uncle would always take me to the games, though, Mm because I I didn't have my dad in my life, and my mom was nuts, so my uncle would take me to the games. Mm -hmm. So my uncle lived in the city. I was in upstate in the Catskills. See an ad in the paper, Nick tickets go on sale in a few days. Mm -hmm. I give him a call. I say, hey, Nick tickets are going on sale. Um, You know, can we get a few games that we always do? He's like, I'm not giving the NBA money. He's like, screw the players and screw the owners. He was like, yeah, because the lockout just ended. Like a lot of guys, he was like, you know, I – Go it to my was salty, yeah, yeah. He was salty on both sides. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't just like fuck the players. It was fuck the players yeah, and fuck the players. Of course, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. The mil- And there was a lot of bad press after that lockout. Of course. And a guy who's become a very dear friend of mine, one of the worst faces of that, one of the worst moments of that lockout was Kenny Anderson. Yeah. If you remember, yeah. after the lockout, he Kenny had two bad quotes, man. I love Kenny. He mm. talked about, um, you know, having to sell like one of his eight cars, and mm. he wouldn't give a kid an oh, autograph, yeah. and it got yeah. caught on camera. Oh. And then you had, yeah. you know. Yeah. Charles Barkley, Ewing saying some dumb shit. So the NBA was taking a lot of hits. Mm -hmm. So I give him a call. I said, hey, tickets are going on sale. He said, no. Not Mm -hmm. going to next year, maybe. Mm -hmm. We're not going to a game this year. I went back to my grandmother. You know, I was like, like, listen, if your uncle says no, I'm only in 10th grade. So listen, if your uncle says no, no. So my grandmother actually got in the Nick season ticket waitlist at about 92. Mm-hmm. And to get playoff tickets, if you didn't have season tickets or you wanted to you know, scalp them or call 1-800-SOLD-OUT, mm-hmm. you had to be in a raffle. Mm-hmm. And every year, if you were on the wait list, you were entered in the raffle mm-hmm. to get playoff t- to for the right to purchase oh, playoff right. tickets. And every year, we never got them. Mm-hmm. So one day, it was, it was um, a week before the season ended. It was, um, I think it was about May 5th. We were playing uh, Boston that night. And if we won that night, we clinched a playoff spot. And we were either going to play Orlando, mm-hmm. uh Miami or Indiana in the first round. We had a win that night versus Boston. We had two more games left. Both at home. So it's a Monday. I get home from school. There's a letter from the Knicks to Penn Plaza. Cool. I open it. it was, it's my grandmother's name, but she let me open it. It was a Knicks letter. So mm-hmm. it said, Dear Jeannie Donahue, you have, I guess I don't know if it said one, but you have won the right to purchase New York Knicks playoff tickets for the first round for games, you know, home games one and two, which would have been no. three and four, obviously. Home games one and two, games three and four, 
call this number, just say the code NYK wait. And mm-hmm. as long as you call within the next two or three days, there's two tickets for you, but you had to buy both games. Yeah. Two mm-hmm. tickets waiting for you. Wow. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, if we win tonight, which we did, mm-hmm. we're playing. Not only are we gonna make the playoffs, we're gonna play Miami. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, and she's like, listen, call your uncle. So I'm like, yeah. She's like, call your uncle. Yeah. And she even said, like, I'll pay for him. Like, yeah. I'll pay for him, mm. but call your uncle. Yeah. So I call him. He's like, let me talk to your grandmother. How's he been doing in school? He's, and I used to get in a lot of trouble and stuff. So <laughs> my grandmother said, "Listen, if you don't get in any trouble between ne- which the trouble happened actually, <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't get in any trouble between now and the next week, you know you'll mm-hmm. go to the game." Mm-hmm. So my grandmother called that day, mm-hmm. got two tickets, games nice. three and four nice. versus the Heat, nice. section four sixteen, row B, seats two and three, <laughs> and I'm going to the playoffs. Yeah. That's right. So we open, so we win that night, open to the playoffs that Saturday. In Miami, we win game one. So even if we lose game two, which we did, we're going back to the garden tied at one. Yeah. Right. It's going right. to be a zoo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That Monday at school. I was, I was kind of, listen, I grew up in the Catskills. I moved there when I was eight. Mm-hmm. I was, I know we're in, a, we're in I, it was an all-white redneck town, yeah. and yeah. I was the blackest motherfucker there. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they never see the black person. Not that I'm, I'm not black, but, like, yeah. I was black up there. Yeah. Trust me on that. So I was. I used to sell mixtapes. I used to, you I'm know, like, wear yeah, all the Carl Canai. I used to wear it all. And I brought city, I brought, like, a lot of city stuff to the town. Okay, So... I, me and some of my friends at lunchtime that Monday, game two was that night, were rolling dice by the tennis courts. Oh, okay. <laughs> I sw- like, I am by Nas just came out. I swore. He brought the whole city. What did you do? I swore I was like Nas Escobar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we rolling dice by the tennis courts, and oh, one of the teachers just grabs me from behind. Oh, bro. Oh, brought us man. to the office. The ne- that next morning, I get sentenced, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was two days of ISS oh. in school suspension, which I've had mm-hmm. had numerous times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was going to be Thursday and Friday. So I was going to the game Wednesday. Right. My uncle was picking me up, but he was going to bring me back Thursday morning to go to school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had ISS Thursday and Friday. They said, yeah. any trouble, you can't go to the game Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So I got sentenced yeah. Tuesday morning, which means the letter was going home to going home Tuesday, Tuesday in the mail. Yeah. yeah. So either or, um, I the letter luckily did not get home till Thursday, nice. and I went to the game. So they didn't know I was going to be at ISS Thursday. Oh, yeah. So I already went to the game. The Knicks won ninety-seven to seventy-three. Uh-huh. To this day, that's the that was the best Nick game of my life to be at. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, yeah. I wasn't at the four-point play. But uh, I mean, I obviously been to better playoff games. Yeah. But as far as it was my first playoff game, it was versus Miami. The Knicks came out to super thug. It was just like <laughs> it, was just, it was just amazing. But the yeah. the letter came home Thursday. They were not happy. Oh man. They let me go to game four. Still, nice. we wow. lost. We ended up losing game four, and obviously, which set up game five. Yeah. In Miami, and which game five, I'm reminded by game five every morning. I see myself without a shirt. I'm not gonna do that to y'all right now. Do you know why? Yeah, uh, do any of you know why? No, I've no. talked about it in a few shows. So, um, I was a game five, a highly contested game. We won 78-77. One thing I don't remember, I'm never, I don't really remember scores. Mm-hmm. I remember we won by two or lost by 20. I don't remember. Okay, yeah. okay. So, the game is so tight. I'm watching it with my friend Ian Conklin, one of my mm-hmm. best friends. He's actually coming to the January 23rd game versus the uh, Rockets. So, he can confirm this story. If you want to get him on the phone, you can. <laughs> word, word, word. So, obviously, the Knicks inbound. Allen Houston ducks under. 
shot goes up. Mm-hmm. I went so crazy, my shoulder popped oh, out of yes. joint. <laughs> <laughs> my shoulder oh, popped out yes. of joint. Yes. I remember. Oh wow! <laughs> I do and I ended up getting surgery. Oh, I get surgery. Wow. So it only goes to here. <laughs> <laughs> like it's as far as it goes. Oh wow! Yeah, like this. You know, it's only goes <laughs> here. <laughs> so oh, luckily, man. I had insurance. The surgery was about eight thousand dollars. So I always tell Jeez. Alan, you know, you look, that's the only so you. So you're a righty shooter. You, you yeah. Shoot. Okay. So like, I can't like okay. if I grab a rebound like this, like it's yeah, stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's stuck. It's as far as it goes. So yeah, everybody but, watching, force him left. <laughs> I can dribble left. Force him left. So. If Alan Houston doesn't make that shot, mm-hmm. I probably don't. My shoulder's probably fine. Wow. That's, like oh, it was hanging, yeah. and my, I'm oh, like, my I'm God. going nuts as my shoulder is hanging in my room. My friend oh, Ian. Oh, so you and Alan Houston been pumped at the same time. So, and that's the thing about like, and obviously the last 17 years, you no, know, I've had a lot of fun life moments, obviously, but like, there's not those great game moments. You know, whether it was, you know, I guess Mellow Easter Sunday, you know, yeah, Insanity, right, a couple right, playoff yeah, games versus Boston yeah, yeah. in 2013. And that's what I miss the most about the Knicks being good besides a thousand things is like, because yeah. every big game, for me anyway, because I'm, you know, we're all the same age. So from like 93 to 2001, mm-hmm. it's like every big game, there's a story. Every right, big yes, game, you yes. remember what you wore that day, what yeah. you listened to that morning. And yeah. that's something that's really sucked about the last 17 years is that like Damn. we haven't had those like, <laughs> Yeah. Really big. I mean, how many? I mean, I'm not trying to be negative, but we, and this is just a fact. We haven't no, had we haven't. a mm-hmm. lot of big moments. Nah, like I yeah, said, like true, yeah. maybe when we first got Marbury, that was supposed to be big, and it wasn't. And like, and I and I love Stephon Marbury. I love Steph. But Steph is like that girl mm-hmm. who is beautiful, or a guy, whatever you want, a guy or girl that's beautiful, you love, but always getting dumped, and you're like, why? why? Like oh, she's man. fucking yeah. bad, yo. Yeah. And then you got her, and you're like, oh, I see why she got but even though talent, it's like, okay, she's beautiful, mm-hmm. but there's a reason she goes from guy to guy. Yeah. So same with Steph. Talent-wise, <laughs> yeah, when we beast, got yeah. Steph, he was top five, six in the yeah. league. Yeah, he's a beast. But, yeah. but also now, the, now, would it have been better if the team was better? If he didn't have to throw the ball at Eddie Curry? Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. So, like, that's the thing, too. James. So, I would have loved, so, <laughs> loved to have seen, and I, and I love Steph. I would have loved to have seen Steph on a better team. And mm-hmm. another thing, I would have played Steph as a two guard. Even though he was a good passer. Yeah, but I don't he could know, score. He could put up buckets. That's my yeah, point. Yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. why coaches never played him off the ball. It's yeah. height, man. It's the height thing. They yeah. You know, it was Larry Brown. that. Did, I mean, as crazy as Larry Brown was, he was the guy that told Iverson, like, nah, you ain't point guard no more. Yeah. You're just going to yeah. score. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. La- and, and it's funny because Larry Brown is and was great Nick Yeah, because Snow was his Larry Brown was Larry Brown is known as being so conservative, but that was far from conservative. Yeah, yeah. Take a 5'11 guy and just yeah. say, yo, just You're score sure. every time. His, the yeah. backcourt was so short with Snow. And yeah. yeah. So I was like... Yeah. That was one of the worst offensive teams ever. Yeah, Eric was. Snow, Aaron McKee, Matt Geiger, so so Tyrone so Hill. Yeah. So somehow they got to the finals. That's crazy. Yeah. I think I think, if, I, think if the, I think if the Camby sisters situation didn't happen in 2001, mm-hmm. I think we could have beat the Sixers. Yeah. I, but obviously the Raptors beat us in, in yeah. those playoffs. Right, 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 right. So, you know, that's something. You know, if you, It's so funny. If you look back and, you know, for me – the worst loss in my career was, you know, Game Six versus the Pacers in 2000. I'm still not over that. Was, I re- oh I rewatched that series a lot. I'm like, you ever seen like Fever, you ever seen Fever Pitch? Oh, 
like when the dude and I'm a Yankee fan, but I do enjoy the movie. Yeah. When like the dude will go watch old Red Sox highlights and like uh, it's a funny I movie. I hate the Red Sox, but it's a good movie. Okay. <laughs> they should make the Knicks version of it. Oh, yeah. oh, man. Starring me. Yeah, definitely. Oh, <laughs> real life, real life yeah. stories. Word. So um, but that's one thing you know I I miss so much is like you know the, the day of a big game. It's like you just. Everything that day revolves around the game at night, and it does to a point now, but not like it did back exactly then. And it, and it, and it, yeah, and it will again. And this, and listen, nothing against the Giants, the Jets, the the Yankees, the Rangers, mm-hmm. um, whatever the teams are in this town, the Metro Stars, or the, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. There's not, there's nothing, and I mean nothing like New York City when the Knicks matter. Yeah, we've seen a lot of Yankee championships, and we love yeah. our Yankees. Yeah, love, but we the love the Mets, but. When the yeah. Knicks, because it's a basketball town, because yeah. you can't just get up and go play baseball. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You can't just get up and go play hockey. You know, it's and it's great. Listen, it's great when all those teams are good. Mm-hmm. But when the Knicks matter, I never forget. It was the day of Game Three versus the Pacers in 2013, and I happened to um, just I ate lunch on 82nd Street, and I walked to 34th Street for a Knicks viewing party, and I just walked the whole way. Mm-hmm. I was wearing orange pants, a Knicks shirt, and Knicks hat. I must have had like eighty five thousand high fives that day. Yeah. I feel like if the Yankees run a run, nothing. Again, I'm a big Yankee fan. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you, if, I, if I'm wearing a Yankee hat and you're wearing a Yankee hat, they probably just walk past each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Just, but like when I'm wearing a Knicks hat and you're wearing yeah. a Knicks hat, you know, and you yeah. see each other. It's yep. it's just different. <laughs> I do it on the subway still. Yeah, we can both we can yeah. both be Yankee fans. And Aaron Judge could hit two home runs last night, exactly. and we'll see no. each other and just be like, "What's up?" Exactly, yeah. exactly. But the Knicks, it's it's just even when during. The bad days, man. you'll see each other. You know, if you know that person, you'll be like, oh, God, we fucking suck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you only know? you can say it. Don't let nobody else say it. Exactly. Exactly. It's literally. It's like, I could talk about my sister. You can't. Exactly. 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 I, I kind of feel like the day's going to come back, though, when, we, when we're good. Yeah. When we're it's going coming. good. Like, point guards, though. Because I know you mentioned earlier that, you know, Trey Burke was your guy. You feel like you like Trey Burke. But right now, we got Trey Burke on the hair. We got Moutier. We got Frank Nilakina here. So, who do you feel? Was gonna be here long term because we got. That's so tough to say because there's, yeah, there's so many guys over the years. Whether it was like Channing Fry or Iman Shumpert mm-hmm. or you know you think they're gonna be here for a long time and they're not. Yeah. So obviously I think they want Frank Nilakina to be here long term, but you mm-hmm. never. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I love to tell you. I, I don't know. Do you have a preference? As of right now. No. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't. I don't have a preference. So the thirty uh, point, the thirty, the two thirty point media games didn't sway you. They did. They did. I just, I just, you know, it's, it's he's improved. If we're, I mean, we're going to win a championship, but we're going to be playing deep in the playoffs, like there's so much more than. I mean, a point guard is important. We got to see what happens with, you know, I, I think Kyrie's. <coughs> excuse me. A possibility. I think Kyrie's staying in Boston. Yeah, he's staying. But it's also a chance. He's, he here's the thing. He's when staying. Kyrie said he was staying. Danny, if Danny, Ainge, let me tell you this right now. If Danny Ainge offers him a penny less. And the max, he's out. He's out, yeah. of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, he probably will offer him the max, mm-hmm. but if he offers him a pen, or maybe Kemba comes. Yeah. yeah. By mm-hmm. the it's way, Kyrie's finally started hitting his stride. He's playing real well lately. Yeah. But, yeah. so it's tough to say who I want the point guard to be because I need to see what happens with Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. with, and with Kemba Walker, who yes. could potentially be available yeah. before I worry about, you know, Frank, no offense, but to Frank Nolakina yeah. or Emmanuel Moutier. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, that like, is true. But, then I think but I don't really see Frank as a point guard. 
That's mm. what I'm saying. I he's see a, him as like a solid seventh, eighth man yeah. again. Because yeah. mm. uh, I don't see Frank, Frank. I don't see Frank. You know, getting to the basket, dishing mm. off, kicking out, nah. yeah. doing those little things, running pick and rolls. But I see Frank as a solid basketball player. Mm. He's a defensive I, I, guard. Yeah, defensive yeah. guard. You know, big, big game. Put him on a. You know, playing the Pacers. Mm-hmm. You know, in the playoffs, throw him on Victor Oladipo. Yeah, on the yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't really see Frank Nilakina as this like you know upstart point guard. I just don't. And that's but that's not a knock on Frank Nilakina. Uh-huh. I just don't see him as like a point guard. Yeah, and, and it's like. I brought up that same thing. I think it was last season too, because I think we had an episode where we yeah. were talking about whether you whether yeah. we see Frank more as a point guard or more as or like an off guard. Yeah. And I was like, I see him more as like a two guard or like a or like a wing basically. But I was like, you know, at times if you need someone to play the point, you can put him in a spot situation to be like, you know, you can run the point guard. But I was like, I more see him as like a wing, you know. Yeah, yeah I still feel like he kind of could grow into that, to be honest. You know? I, know it, I still think so. I think so. I, I still think, think so. he can. I still yeah. think he can. I think it's gonna take some. Me. It's gonna it's gonna take some time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last two games he scored what sixteen, what seventeen and sixteen points back to back. Yeah. Coach Fizz sat him down. You but know. How do you, but, uh-huh. but, but how do you feel about his facilitating? I mean, it's okay. right now I'm more confident Frank? in Moutier's facilitating. Yeah, because Frank's not a real point guard. Frank exactly. said he's a solid ball player. He's not yeah. a point guard. I mean, Clarence Gaines. I mean, even Tony Parker kind of said he's like he's more like a system point guard. That's what I'm saying. Even yeah. last that's season, why, right? That's why Phil Jackson drafted him. Yeah, yeah. Even right, last season, because right. like, that system, triangle, right? Yeah. Even last season when Jeff Hornacek was here, I mean, we all know Jeff Hornacek didn't really <laughs> do the best one. But yeah. even though even Jeff Hornacek had like a system, mm-hmm. so even like Trey Burke, Frank Lakina, mm-hmm. all these guys had a lot better assist numbers last Jared season Jack, yeah. than yeah. this yeah. season. And I kind of feel like this season, Fizz, he doesn't really have an offensive system. All the way in play yet. So if you don't have the, and it's tough because half this team may not be here. Yeah, yeah. So it's tough to really imply, you know, some system that's gonna be. I love Fizz. Fizz's uh, personality. Yeah, Yeah. 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 I think Fizz has the philosophy of. Let's push the ball, mm-hmm. and yeah. he has a lot of ball handles. I mean, even Von Lay brings the ball. Yeah, Von Lay's been know? good. He's another guy. Yeah. Yeah. He could be a really good sixth to eighth man. Like, yeah. there's a lot of guys yeah. I want on this team moving forward, but not mm-hmm. not a lot of them are stars. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. But I can't I can't wait till I, I you know I'm really curious to see what's gonna happen with the Porzingis situation. Yeah. Yes, you know whether he even plays this year. Then you yeah. you have to max him. Yeah, yeah of course. To, yeah, yeah. I mean, no will he will yet. he accept the Joel? I'm gonna answer my own question. Will he accept the Joel Embiid contract? No. Marty and Giannis ain't having that shit. We already, yeah, we. we I I, I could see Porzingis. Remember, like when Paul George came back four years ago, Mm -hmm. what he played the last seven, eight games, like fifteen minutes a game, something like that. Yeah, Yeah. I could see Porzingis doing something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't see him coming back in like February. I I could be. This is a guess. I, Mm -hmm. I. you know, I, I don't know. We all don't know. It's okay. And, and yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting when he comes back. Yeah. yeah. I still I, I still can't believe. Actually, I can believe it happened. And I'll tell you. So if you remember the last season, there was the game on, uh, I think November 29th versus the Heat. He got hurt. Mm. It looked like he tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. when he refer- I think he called himself a lizard. Yeah. 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 He ended up being out a game or two. Yeah. A few weeks later, we're playing in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I was at that game as well. And he gets hurt again. Looks like an ACL. We actually thought it was his ACL, and mm-hmm. he's back in like two games. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying to people privately, I definitely didn't tweet this. I probably, I, if I would have, I would have looked good. <laughs> yeah. but, <laughs> I, I remember I said to a lot of friends, I'm like, dude, I, I you know me, I'm Mr. Positive. Uh-huh. He's going to have a major injury. And it's, I don't know when it's going to be. I just, I am never going to say that publicly. And sure enough, as soon as he pounded the court that night, I, knew, oh, I, knew, yeah. no, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Course, I'm yeah. not, you know, Anthony Goanaga. But, yeah. you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, um, as soon as he pounded the court, I knew it was awful. And it obviously yeah. was awful. Mm-hmm. And um, it sucks. <clears throat> it sucks. And just, yeah. like, 
even though we weren't winning a championship last year, and we were mm. we obviously we started the season so good last yeah, year. Yeah, we did. Yeah, obviously yeah, fell, fell off after a while. Mm. But he gave not that you, there's always a reason to go to the Nick game. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because you just yeah. love the guard and you and you know it's great seeing Knox play well and uh-huh. Alonzo Trey those guys. Of course. But I mean he really gave you hope with a capital yeah. game. Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He was But he really didn't play if you but if you, to be honest, man, I felt like he really didn't play well after like November first. No, he right. didn't. Right. He no, played okay. Like he played so great from opening night in Oklahoma City. Man, it yeah, was crazy. So that Sacramento game on that Saturday night. Yeah. Then if you yeah. remember, um, that's when LeBron dissed Frank, yeah. said the yeah. Knicks should have drafted yeah. Dennis yeah. Smith. Yeah. And then really after the, then we blew that game versus the Cavs on that Monday night yeah, when LeBron game, hit, the, yeah. hit that shot. Yeah, called himself the king of New York. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. And, then, <laughs> and then after he made that shot, he grilled um, Olivia Benson. Yes. The, yeah. He grilled her. <laughs> he grilled her after that shot. And really, I thought KP was at – Kind of average after that game. No, he was. I, I don't know. People don't really talk about that because he was so great from opening night till that game. Yeah. yeah. But after that game, to me, he was kind of averaging. But I thought before the injury, he started playing a lot better. Mm-hmm. And one of his better yeah. plays of the year was the play he got hurt on. Right. Yeah. 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 To yeah. me, yeah. to me back then, he was taking advantage of the smaller guy a lot he was. better than yeah, he, he was. was. He started yeah. to settle. Yeah. So the problem is, I think he he started to settle too much. And I know the game is different now. There's not as many post ups, but motherfucker, you gotta realize you are seven three. Yeah, right. like you are not yeah. six seven. He's Marcus like, Smart barding you seven, up. Like seven seven three, three, seven three with guard mobility. That, yeah. But, yeah. But you gotta, you gotta catch the ball at ten feet something. Yeah, yeah. 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 And just yeah. punish yeah. Absolutely. motherfucker. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's it. You know? Now, yeah, most definitely. Oh wow. man, I'm getting all over the place with that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the beauty of it. That's, that's the beauty of the show. That's the beauty. What are you guys doing on Thursday? Oh, um, Thursday. You guys come to my toy drive. Free food and drinks. That's a you know. okay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. at Cafe Thirty One across from the Garden. Oh, oh okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah most definitely. Just bring it. Make sure to bring a toy. You gotta tell people that. Oh, people, oh, no, yeah. no, you'll get some off because I always get a sponsor to pay for the food and drinks. Yeah. And, you know, some motherfuckers will show up to a Come toy to drive. Food yeah. and drink. No, no toy. Yeah. <laughs> no toy. You gotta tell. You gotta tell people. Yeah. Like yo, you. What you eat that pasta and dessert for? You didn't bring a toy, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? For those of you listening who are considering that children. Toys. Yeah, of course. Yeah, oh, 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 I'll have tons of Knicks giveaways from everybody. Okay. I'll have some okay. raffles, some Steiner okay. Sports. Okay. And there may be a guest appearance by a former Nick that Woo! night, too. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I don't know 100%, yeah. but I'll know Monday. <laughs> uh, hopefully you guys can come and hang out that night. Oh, yeah, that's, 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 that's definitely. Man. So now, recently, and this is um their boy. Uh, Joakim Noah. I, I, I don't claim him no more. Okay, okay, okay. I don't, I don't claim him okay. no more. No, 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 their boy, Joakim Noah, fake. Oh, he's, I was your man. He's banned from New York City. <laughs> I ain't got to agree with you. He should be banned from New York. Yes, Call, he, he ain't a real New Yorker anyway. He, it's, not like he, it's not like he was in the projects in Hell's Kitchen. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. This motherfucker, tra- he, he traveling to France playing tennis. <laughs> with his, with his, his parents are rich. Yeah. He be acting like, 
like, <laughs> like Joe Key be acting like he hard. He's not about that life. Yeah, no. yeah. He's not about that life. Yeah, he, 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 he ain't busting guns. I'm busting guns. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too lit. Talk about too lit. I'm too this, lit. This motherfucker was eating like, you know, fucking caviar when he was eating with his sparkling water watching his dad play tennis with his model moms. Fuck out of here in his hard shit. He's soft. Oh, man. Your man, your man said, lifted the champagne glass up with the pinky finger. Your man's talking about he's too lit for New York. That's why. That's Bro. one of the reasons why. But you would think he's yeah. like he's like 32, 33. You would think by the time he got here, he yeah. would have been like over that shit. Yeah, exactly. Wait, right. Say that again. Please say that again. Why are you still partying? There's exactly. nothing wrong. Like, like, I'm so, but after your I'm first over game, it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm over it. Is, Last summer I party was summer 2010. I, yeah. I, I still go out sometimes. That's right. Like, yeah. That's like, but you get that one, month ago, but you're, you're getting paid. You're getting paid. I have my nights. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, after, right. the, after right. the first game, no, no. Yes. I wish I, knew y'all, I wish I knew y'all last month. I wish I invited you to my birthday party. I feel oh, like wow. That was lit. That was lit. You saw photos? No, but I'm assuming it was. Okay. It was a 90s. It was a 90s theme party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was at the, yeah. that, that place you see on MSG Ampanology yeah. with the yeah. Knicks mural in the yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, when is your birthday? November 17th. That's right. What is Scorpio it? Scorpio season. Scorpio season. Exactly. Yeah, it's All right. It's it. Next guest is Leo. When's your birthday? Oh, November 11th. Okay. Yeah. It's his We have a uh, Let's keep Leo versus. Yeah. <laughs> you got the Scorpios? Yeah, November mm. 6th. Don't, uh, don't act like you don't know. It's all right. It's all right. But, uh, yeah, your man, your man Noah jumped out the window. Yeah, he too really lit, did. Too lit yeah. for New York. I can't even, like, I know you said you listened to part of it. I can't go listen to that. Yeah, show. it was just, yeah. I know, it just put me in a bad mood. What did they say? They told um Frank and KP not to, yeah, not to not hang, hang out with yeah. him. Yeah. Like, listen. I, I first off was not happy about him even being here. I was I pumped about it. I was. I, yeah. So I, was, I, I knew I the money. I knew. I knew it was too much money. Yes. But, I, but again, I tried to look at contracts, especially in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yo, we we needed some. We need someone like this. But he ain't no dog. He a, he a yeah. fucking chihuahua. This is what I'm trying to say. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We we got him. He was hurt. We got uh, him after he was, he was hurt. hurt. He was hurt. And he was yeah. always prone for. I'm like that train is never late. Watch <laughs> these guys here. Oh, don't worry. So you're gonna be writing an <laughs> apology letter. Yeah, so they were like they were like January, February. March, <laughs> April. Well, He's I gonna didn't get know better. He's gonna get better. Sniffing or partying. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know he was. That's what I'm saying. Like he I didn't, did. I know all that. I know all that. Oh, I remember the Noah who put the bulls on his back. That's two broken ankles running down the court. No, but exactly. he, 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 yeah, he, talking about he's gonna bring that monster. And stuff I thought to he was on. too. I was shocked. I, I tell you what, Everybody I, I even said on my show back in 2016, I said he becomes a leader of the team right away. Yeah, because yeah. I, I just I, I was shocked. I, just yeah, me I was comparing him. I was comparing his his mentality to. The Kevin Garnett, yeah, that, that thing yeah, that gets exactly. you over yeah, the hump and keeps everybody on the bulls. When yeah. showed you who he was, you kept holding on. Like, Listen, nah. and, and Frank, <laughs> I saw a tweet of this yesterday, and, and and he was being serious. It is a fear of guys coming to New York mm-hmm. because you get like, so you get to New York and you're you're a famous basketball player. Now I wouldn't be worried about Durant because I feel yeah. he's a little older now, so mm-hmm. I feel like anybody try to party with him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you might be right about that. You might be right. Wait a minute. You might be right about that. Wait, 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 wait. Durant, the views of Kathy do not reflect the views. Kevin Durant. 
<laughs> if Kevin Durant comes to New York, I, will, I, I feel like I'm part of the reason he does. Yeah. No, I, I see his exactly. agent. I see his agent yeah, in all the games. Yeah, but you're really not trying to party so, with him, though. I'm, I can we edit Yo. this out, please. So, <laughs> I, I, I'm working. I'm working on getting KD here. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, on, thank you. Thank you. No, but I, agree. I, I feel like he's a boring. He probably wouldn't be fun. And he's gonna tweet everything that happens in a party. But my point is that like you get to New York, teenagers for him. Don't worry. You get to New York and you get like you know all like the rappers and like you have all these celebrities. All of a sudden they want to be around you. Yeah. And some and sometimes it, it it um it gets the players. I've seen it happen with Knicks players and the guy that yeah. comes to mind the most and he's actually playing well this year and listen the injury screwed him up a lot too. Was the Iman Shumper. And I like Shumper. Yeah, Shumper. Yeah. I felt like, I actually like I, there's Shumper. nothing there's nothing there's nothing wrong with monetizing your brand if uh, if, if, mm-hmm. if you know if a headphone company or a shirt company is going to pay yeah. you to post things or yeah. wear by all means do it but in my opinion mm-hmm. i felt that shumper got a little too excited about being in new york yeah mm-hmm. my opinion it doesn't mean i don't okay. like him mm-hmm. but also that injury he had was bad too. yeah it was yeah, yeah the acl <clears throat> but but i know i'm i'm not pretty i'm deviating a bit from this but like it's okay we've done the whole show yeah <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but like the whole that like the whole John Wall thing, like besides the fact that his contract was gonna like cripple the Knicks cap if the Knicks were to go go after him in a trade. But the, but one of the reasons why I didn't want John Wall here is because I heard my dude be getting Liddy and yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's like yo, if he came to New York, it'd be over. Oh, it's like it's yo, over. it's like yo, on that contract, like, like my guy, I don't need you to be in the club every night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't like, need on that contract. That's what I'm saying. Nah, you know? I don't like, need that. It's so crazy because if you would have told me you had a chance to get John Wall two years ago, yeah. I'd be like, sign me the fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm exactly. staying away now. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, nah, that's definitely not a. Oh man. Still, you gotta take that. You gotta, y'all gotta take that L, though. Yeah, I don't know. But he's yeah, still, but John Wall's still nice, though. Yeah, he's yeah, still nice. She's talking about joking. No, they gotta take that Noah L, though. Take, 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 take the Noah L. But he's playing in Memphis. All right, if you had, if you had a, <laughs> I, got, I got a question. I'm gonna put, put you on the spot. Plus, I know right. y'all don't like the Nets, so it's a net player. If you had to knock out one person, who would it be? Kelly Oubre Jr. or D'Angelo Russell? Knock out one. Okay, or you know, both, both just annoy me. Uh, I mean, yeah. If Russell I if I had to choose it, D'Angelo Russell. I'm about to say they're yeah, both just annoying. Yeah, Russell. They're both just annoying. They're both good players. They're both good players. I actually like D, D. Russell as a player. That might be the reason why they're even more annoying because they're like decent players. Because if you yeah, like, D'Angelo uh, Russell's a good player. He, yeah, I actually love his game. I was he just thinking he just seems like. But also, but also, I'm getting old too. So the shit that like they do with like Supreme and like saying things like I'm swaggy. I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Illmatic, like, you know what I'm saying? Right, so like, right, 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 right. You know, I'm getting kind of old myself, so like, yeah. I don't think I'd ever say swaggy. Yeah. Nah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's just not yeah. a word that's going to be in our vocabulary. Nah. <laughs> What's the age limit for swaggy? Like 27, probably, to say that word? I mean, I mean, you, I mean, you got no. Nicky. Nick Young still saying it in the dudes like in his 30s. So he I got, mean, well, Nick Young. <laughs> yeah. his, his name is Young. He's <laughs> yeah. like an advantage. So man. like, you know, some of the things yeah. the guys do is just weird. So like, but again, we're, you know, we're all mid 30s, so yeah. Yeah. the things that we it's did when we was like 21, yeah. 22, are probably wearing big shirts, or you know, yeah. whether it was right. like, you know, well, you know, who could get away with it, fabulous, could get away with it. yeah, oh, fab, yeah. <laughs> you know, when it's like when we was kids, you know, you, you know, you walk down the street and like you yell D block or something, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, 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 or you yell dip set, you know, right, right, right. But like now, it's just different things. Like it's like yeah. it's swaggy or like yeah. you know, certain words drip. I don't even know. Drip. Yeah, drip. What is, yeah. What is, okay, sorry. Since so you brought it up, what the fuck does drip mean? Drip. I'm, I'm learning this myself. I'm just trying. To, <laughs> what is? Is it an outfit thing? I. I uh, it's, 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 it's like. I it's just like, found. <laughs> I, I just found out from from my girl's sister what fit meant. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know what that meant. I didn't. I like. I do like it. I didn't. I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. She's like, she one day snapped me. She's like, nice fit. I was like, what the fuck is you talking about? And then she's like, your outfit. I'm like, oh, yeah. But fit is cool. I'm cool with fit. So now, what does drip mean? That's that's I think I think drip, drip is drip is like you know when your fashion sense yeah, is like it's, it's like, it's like really high fashion sense like, 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 like oh so it's like a, le- yeah. a level up from swag yeah like I got yeah, a, I got a drip swag. on a post the other day actually yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean it's like, like what you were wearing like, yeah <laughs> I got a drip right there yeah. I got a drip yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying Carl Canale making a comeback yo no I know and the clothes are nice Tiana Taylor yeah you saw that new video yeah 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 with all ghosts yeah how did Ghost control how did Ghost control himself that moment <laughs> with the white tank top. I oh my know, god! I know. <laughs> I know. I know. That was a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and you know. By the way, I, who has more swag than Method Man? No one. Nobody. No one. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. No he's gonna, he's, he's gonna be like sixty with that swag. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was like, yeah. You know. No grades either. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Let's hope he's not dying it. No, he definitely uh, is. No, no, no. He definitely <laughs> is. He definitely sees Clyde on the weekend. Yes. Oh. Yes. He's like 40 stuff. Of course he's got crazy. He definitely sees Clyde on the weekend, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, you know, there's no there's no way. Of course, yeah, because he's got you know he doesn't have one gray. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. But I, but yeah, I get it. I kind of get it from the celebrity standpoint. Yeah. Like, like obviously, you know, like you want to maintain that certain look. Uh-huh. But so, what what happened to the, the the days when you like set the trends? So true. It's like if you so George out, Clooney kind of did right. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. George Clooney, Sean come Connery. Out, come out yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. back to the grays again. <laughs> so I, I, I'm gonna set it like I, like I said. Eventually, it's gonna get grayer yeah. and grayer, uh, and you it's, know, it's, it's, it's gonna catch on. Yeah, of yeah. course, so, <laughs> I think it's gonna so, catch man. on. So yeah. I just let it rock. Exactly. Same with like you know the hair. If you lose it, just shave it. You know what I'm saying? Like you know. Wow. People getting hair tattoos LeBron. now. LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, here's the thing with man. LeBron's hair. Like, he's 33, 34. Yeah. yeah it's okay. Like, it, I lost it, my it, hair young. It's like... It, it ran its course. the baldy, bro. That's, yeah. I mean, that's... There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing. Mm-hmm. But it looks so obvious. Like, like it, LeBron's looks, looks so obvious. Yeah. And right. then some some nights it's fuller than other nights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but, but did like, you see the interview yeah, exactly. he had you one know? time? And um, I don't remember who looked at him crazy. He was like, you know... He emulated Mike. He said, I said, I got more hair than him. You know, I'm like, balding like him. And they were like, yeah. <laughs> okay. But like, you know, so you know they got the hair tattoos now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they yeah. Do. yeah. I got to be honest. I almost did it. Oh, Last wow. year, I almost did it. You know what? I'm not even going to hate. because It as- looked good. I, got, I had like a fake, like, you know, mm-hmm. a fake, like a fake where it looked good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I just felt like. I lost my hair when I was like 18, 19. I've had a yeah. shaved head now over 10 years. Yeah. So I felt, and like I said, they did like a fake thing on me. Yeah. Yo, it looks sharp. I can't. <laughs> but like, it wouldn't have been weird if you've known me my whole life and also I rolled up with a hairline tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even if it looked yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. That? So I actually gave a deposit, but they gave it back to me. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But it wouldn't be weird. Like, I'm gonna think about this. If you know me for 10 years, all of a sudden I pull up with a hairline. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it looked phenomenal. Just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, nah, I didn't do it. You know, baldy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you got no balding issues, no. my man. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm, nah, I'm good for life. My hair is strong. Yeah. <laughs> Not anytime soon, yeah. man. Not anytime soon. <laughs> I started losing my hair at 18. Oh, what wow. the hell? Oh, Luckily, I got a young, beautiful face, but no. But hey, you can't, oh, can't win them all. Yeah, true that. You could have a full head of hair and your face could look 70. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Can't win them all sometimes. Yeah, it's true that. We definitely. Went off script, but this is this is a great great conversation. My whole so. life is off script. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Where you trying to go next, yeah? I don't know. I mean, I mean, today is Saturday, right? Today is like the trade deadline yes, type of yes, stuff. Like yes. players who've been signed in free agency mm-hmm. in the beginning of the year yeah, to be traded right. now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Trevor Reese almost got traded yesterday. Yeah, he did. And then, which is that's a weird Yo, that mess was so funny, though. Yeah, man. That was weird. I thought the Suns would be on the come up this year. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. That's yeah. a, like you look at a guy like Devin Booker. Is he one right. of those guys that's just so talented, but like he's not can't carry a team? I guess. Uh-huh. I guess yeah, you don't need somebody because he's super talented. Yeah, yeah. he did that game winner versus the Knicks two years ago. Then Melo missed the shot after that. Yeah, and he sat on the scorers table on the Saturday night. Yeah, <laughs> that was uh, yeah. that sucked. But you wonder like who. who do you think anybody's gonna be moved? I, I know there's always moved. You know yeah. Courtney Lee has to be a target. Yeah, right? Courtney yeah. Lee. Yeah, I can see Courtney. I mean, they're gonna try to move Courtney Lee, obviously. Right. Yeah. The who you think is gonna be like with him? Because you do feel like he, they can move him by himself, though. Yeah, because Courtney Lee's still good. Mm. So if you're a team that's on the threshold of maybe you, the threshold of greatness, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if you're on the threshold of being a really good team, or you know, maybe you're a six seed, maybe you could be a four seed. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Courtney Lee puts you over the top, but Courtney yeah. Lee helps the team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I were a team yeah. that's contending for a championship or contending to be really good, I, I would I would sign Courtney Lee or trade for Courtney Lee. Yeah. I'm not giving up like draft picks. That's what I'm about for to him. say. What, yeah. what are we gonna get for Courtney? Nothing. That's, yeah. that's but what you're gonna get is wait. He has one year left. This deal, right? He's two, yeah. he's two, two years, two years, years two left. Years. So what you're gonna get is shedding his salary. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah that's your, that's what you're doing. You want to shed as much pa- possible salary for the free agent crop this summer. So mm-hmm. do you think we should package him with somebody then? It depends. Depends on what, what's offered. You know, you, mm-hmm. it probably could be something like when we made the deal in 2010 when you had to get rid of like Jared Jeffries and Jordan Hill, even though Jordan Hill ended up being trash. But yeah, you had to get rid yeah. of a pick to shed more money. That's why I always wonder if the Knicks would have got Steph Curry. He may have got traded that year. Uh, Def, most definitely because most he, definitely and this is nothing traded. against Donnie Walsh I love Donnie Walsh no you're right they were so obsessed with getting as much as much possible money under the cap yeah. unless although Steph was rookie of the year so if Steph mm. had been playing well maybe they would not have yeah, traded him he was injury prone for like yeah, that ankle was great he, well, he was great his rookie year mm-hmm. and the next two years he that was, and then was he took yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but he wanted to be a Nick yeah but yeah. also I think the fact that since we had Mike D'Antoni as a coach I think Steph Curry would have stayed at least at least at least while we had Mike D'Antoni Tony probably most likely would have convinced Donnie not to trade. Steph. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But at that time, we were and I, and I get it. We were so obsessed with cap space. We were doing everything we could just to get more cap space. We got Tracy mm-hmm. McGrady here. Yeah, yeah. He had, that, he oh, had one. Great, his first game was a Nick. He yeah. lit it up. Yeah, he did. And then all of a sudden, he couldn't move after that. <laughs> yo, right, I, yo, I was right. I was so excited. Like he must have been playing on so much emotion that night. Yeah, like I was so excited when T Mac came because T Mac was like my favorite basketball player yeah, at the time. He was I was fun. so excited, but then like. It just died after a while. Yeah. Like, That's what happens every year. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basketball players from 10 years ago. Exactly. Come, exactly. come to the Knicks. Like, uh, Penny was Kevin, the same thing. Kevin yeah. Durant. Baron Davis. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. oh, the Baron Davis. Rasheed Wallace. Yeah. Rasheed yeah. 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 was actually, I still love Rasheed. Rasheed was yeah. a great yeah. man. Ball, though. I would consider retiring 36. I would, man. Let's do it. Rasheed was a fun Nick. Then we had, you know. Baron and Penny and yeah, yeah. all guys at the wrong time. But that's exactly. just, you know, kind of how it works. Kenyon Martin. Kenyon was a great Nick. Yeah, of he course. Was. Yeah, Kenyon, I mean, for what he was. Not like yeah, Ewing yeah. Starks, Oakley. Yeah. Spreewell Nick, but like mm-hmm. Kenyon for what he was those years and a half. Because remember, Tyson Chandler got hurt at the end yeah. of the 2013 yeah. season. Yeah. Kenyon was phenomenal. Yeah, and he would play yeah. Joaquin for his contract. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kenyon bashed Joaquin a few months ago. Yeah, he did. Kenyon is definitely a real yeah. one. He's yeah. a real yeah. one. Kenyon Kenyon can play on my it. team. Hey, Kenyon yeah, Kenyon saw I fuck, I fuck with Kenyon Martin. Yeah. Yeah. I fuck with him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even when he was a net. 
That was such a hard time in life because if you remember, yes. our whole lifetime, the Knicks were so good. Yeah. All of a sudden, the Knicks went to absolute trash. Jeff Van Gundy leaves. And the Nets. And the Nets, and the Nets, Nets went good. Yeah. Absolute. Oh, and who do they get rid of? Marbury. Yeah. Right. And they get Jason Kidd. And they go from like, you know, some teams, they go from like 11 seed, 7 uh, seed, 4 seed. Yeah. Then they're the number one. Like the Bucks. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. you know, yes. they've been getting better. The Nets went from. Absolute trash to the finals two yeah, years in a row. Exactly. <laughs> like, so as, as a Nick fan, like that was awful. Yeah, that was was it weird man. for you? Because I always felt it was weird when Jason Kidd came here, man. Hell yeah. I was yeah. I was I was like, really? And I was like, yeah. Oh, when he came in 2012? Yes. Yeah, it was weird. He was good that year. He it was, was good. Yeah. It was weird, though. But it was weird because I hated him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I hated Jordan. I, I didn't want so everybody I, yeah. else was like, yes, put Jordan on the Knicks. Yes. I was like, no. no, I didn't, yeah, no. no. Jordan on the Knicks. Just, that wasn't that never was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Reggie Miller wanted to come to the Knicks. Really? Wow. Oh, Summer why? of 96. He wanted to. But the Knicks uh, went after Allen. No one wanted to come to the Knicks that summer, too. Was, uh, Allen, Allen, he did come. Yeah. It was uh, Spreewell. Because the free agents that summer were Kenny Anderson, Spreewell, mm-hmm. Allen Houston, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, Reggie Miller were all free agents that summer. Yeah. And the Knicks went at July 1st at like midnight. They went right up to H2O. Oh. They were set on H2O. And Reggie Miller was mad. He was hoping the Knicks would come after him. Wow. And so was Spreewell. <laughs> Spreewell wanted to, and the Knicks didn't go after Spreewell either. They went right after Allen Houston. That's Which ended up they they get in and then you know, yeah. obviously Starks went the sixth man of the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was a great, you know, combination. And yeah. obviously with Allen trading for Larry Johnson and unfortunately mm-hmm. they get rid yeah. of Mace. But right. to yeah. me, and I've asked John Starks this, I've asked Allen Houston this. To me, the I've asked Jeff Angoni this. To me, the best Nick team, talent wise, mm-hmm. was the ninety six, ninety seven team. Because you got you it was to me it was Ewing's last year in his prime. Yeah. You got a young Allen Houston. John yeah. Starks was still great. Oakley yeah. was still good. Yeah. LJ was still pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah. With, you know, Buck Williams, Chris Childs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was but then obviously stuff. they got screwed by the Heat. And they were the only team in the NBA that year to beat the Bulls twice. Yeah. Like what gave me hope that year was, besides them just being really good, mm-hmm. we yeah. beat the Bulls the night Biggie died. Yes. Yeah. Beat them. Ewing had that dunk to end the half on Rodman. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if you remember that season, the Bulls had 69 wins in the last game of the year on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And trust me, they wanted 70 bad. Yeah. And we had to play in Chicago. And the Knicks went in there and won that game. Yeah. <laughs> so we were primed that year. Yeah. Bring on the Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it on. Lock me up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then when, you know, obviously game five versus Miami, PJ yeah, Brown flips Charlie Ward, everybody leaves. Oh, yeah. man. Patrick Ewing was on the yeah. court shooting free throws. He wasn't even in the fight and he got suspended. Yeah. And obviously the Knicks lost Charlie Ward for two games. Patrick yeah. Ewing, Allen Houston, yeah. John Starks. That was, that yeah. was awesome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Larry Johnson. They lost yeah. five we lost five guys. Yeah. You know, and we we lost the series and we never got to play the Bulls with the team with you know, Allen Houston right, yeah. full tilt, and, and yeah. LJ, which I, I'm not going to sit here and say 100% we would have won because mm-hmm. those Bulls teams to me were the best yeah, teams yeah, ever. Yeah, that would have been competitive. It would have. Yeah, it would have. Yeah. It definitely would have been competitive. I think it would have. It definitely would have. Because if you're in 98, the, the Pacers took them to seven games. Mm-hmm. And I thought we were better than the Pacers. And, yeah, but obviously that sure. year, Ewan broke his wrist. Mm-hmm. And we were about to tie that series at two, but Reggie Mill hit that three. Um, Rick Smith missed the shot. Ball went around the horn. Reggie got it. And there's that still photo of Spike being like this. (laughs) You know what play I'm talking about? Everybody knew it was good. I mean, I knew it was good. And the worst thing about that was, you know, as I said, I grew up in the country white redneck town. Mm -hmm. Do you know who lived in my town in the offseason? And was there a lot? Rick Smith. I was about to say. Oh, if you said wow. redneck, I was about to say yeah. Rick Smith. Because Rick Smith <laughs> met a girl from that town at Marist. Small world. <laughs> so the whole town, only 150 miles from New York City, yeah. not only were they rednecks mm-hmm. and a bunch of crack-ass crackers, <laughs> <laughs> was that uh, 
they love the Pacers. Yeah. Oh, so God. like every spring, like you went to the town diner, there was Rick Smith sneakers. Oh, they even sold these T-shirts in the town where I live, the biggest Nick fan in the world. That said, Smiths happens. What? What? But let me tell you, and I'm proud to say this. Trash. Rick Smith. Yeah. Rick Smith hated me. Hated me. That's an accomplishment. It is. <laughs> hey, every year I'd see him at the fair in August. I talk mad shit. So a few years later, um, we, he actually friended me on Facebook because we have like 200 mutual friends. Wow, that's crazy. So wow. you know, I, I, all I post about is the Knicks, obviously. Yeah. All of a sudden, one day I saw like Rick like tagging someone else's post. I'm gonna go creep on Rick's page. He friefriended me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. He defriended wow. me. It's petty, Rick. So about a year or two after that, Anthony Mason had passed away. Rest in peace to Mason. I miss uh-huh. Mason. Mason and I were, you know, were friends, and he yeah. was awesome. He would text me a lot. He came on my show all the time. Some nights, actually, Mason would text me and be like, yo, I'm coming on your show tonight. I got something to say. Mm-hmm. I'd say, Mason, I have a guest. He'd say, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so rest in peace to Anthony Mason. <laughs> so when Anthony Mason passed away, I did a show that Monday passed away at Saturday, I had Starks coming on. I'm like, you know, it would be really cool to get someone who played against him. Yeah. I'm like, let me reach out to Rick Smith. I mean, he already defriended me a few years back, but let me let me reach out to him. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to Rick. I said, hey, Rick, I'm not, you know, you heard about Anthony Mason. Would you like to come on my show and talk about playing against him? He wrote back, sorry about your loss. I didn't like him. Damn, oh, son. damn. Yeah, Rick Smith's cold, son. <laughs> Yo. Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but in a way, as weird as it sounds, I kind of like it though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, same energy. Look, yeah, keep that, that same, same energy. energy. <laughs> Let's go to the inbox. It's probably still there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh. it's there. I, don't know. I guess I didn't respond. Of course, man. Why would you? You can read it. I do it. Off the court. All right. <laughs> oh my God! This is terrified right now. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony, I'm sorry to hear about Mason. I didn't really know him off the court and didn't, didn't care, care for much him. for him on the court. Yeah, but I, but that's Still why I'm very sad to see him pass so yeah. young. Okay. But that's why I, wa- I wanted to see him yeah. like yeah. soft clean up. But if you remember, Mace guarded Rick a lot. Yeah. Of course. Ewing would guard Dale or Antonio Davis. Yeah. yeah. So that's what was my angle for yeah. the interview. Yeah. Talk about it, it I didn't want to talk about you know, Mace off the court, talk about right. playing against them, but right. nevertheless, Man, wow. Rick said no, and we are still... You guys should friend him one more time? <laughs> you guys should fire off... Shoot your shot. 2019's coming. Exactly. as well. try it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. These are like all my best friends. He's one of my best friends. He's one of my best friend. Wow. He's one of my best... Yeah, all my best friends are friends. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Might as well, see what happens. Damn. <laughs> you know? Wow, shoot your shot, bro. Shoot your shot, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So if y'all didn't want Michael on, on the Knicks, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. What is the what is the interest in LeBron playing for New York? Well, there was what? well that different easy. time. Well, okay, well yeah. LeBron was then, never a rival. Yeah, Jordan was a rival. I feel like I don't LeBron, want LeBron is trying now. to rival us. Uh, nah, like he, he trolled was, us. I, I, yeah, nah, I think he was he's like some, but still, still, why would you want somebody who trolls you to play on your team? That's a fact. But in 2010, <laughs> nah, in 2010, I wanted LeBron. I don't want him. Yeah, now. I don't want him yeah, now. now. Yeah, then when it was the decision time, yes. After that, no. <laughs> that was, what was, about a challenge LeBron? No. He wasn't trolling, and he wasn't trolling my, then at that my, time. Yeah. My, my whole thing was with wanting LeBron to play for New York. I was like, any 
any team this guy goes to, all of a sudden they become a contender overnight. So I'm like, I, I, so it's like I'm tired of seeing the Knicks lose all the damn time. So I was like, yo, if LeBron, I want to beat LeBron. Now with this team we have now, we ain't beating, we ain't, beat, we ain't so getting LeBron, nowhere close. I don't LeBron. want him here. It's tainted. To me, to me, LeBron. To me, oh, but that's the thing. We I, I talked about things I missed about the Knicks being good, such as you know waking up on a big game and the camaraderie with a friend because a big game, whatever the case may be. Is that we over the last seventeen years we can't really say we have a lot of rivals because mm-hmm. you can't have rivals and you're not good. Yeah. The closest right. thing to a rivalry we had, and if you ask him, it's not a rivalry, was with Paul Pierce. Right. You know, but right. they always kicked our ass though, and it'd always be Paul Pierce at the end of the game hitting some fadeaway jump shot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. He even did right. to us in a preseason game one time. Remember yeah. That? <laughs> yeah. 2010. Oh my yeah. gosh. I was at a game in Boston in 2012, the, the Rajon Rondo quadruple the quadruple double game. Ah. I was at that game up in Boston. And and we were about to get out of Boston with a W, and we like triple team Paul Pierce. He shoots a three with three guys on him, switches it. We lose in overtime. Mm-hmm. So Paul Pierce has a lot of had a, and the, the Amari the, uh, uh, December 15, thousand ten when Amari hit that three past the buzzer. Yeah. Then yeah, yeah. Tony yeah. called that switch, mm-hmm. and then Amari caught Paul Pierce, and Paul yeah. Pierce just put him in a blender. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? We lost that game. So Paul Pierce had a lot of big moments against us, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, really, the last, that's the thing I miss a lot is, you know, rivalries. Mm-hmm. Because we've yeah, been so man. bad, I can't really say we have yeah. any rivals, you know? Yeah. I, w- I would say it's only the Nets right now. Yeah, it's, like the, it's yeah, like the dumpster the city, rivalry. Well, 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 yeah, city <laughs> rivalry. <laughs> the rivalry that was brewing, though, was the Nets and Knicks between 2012 and 2014. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it just, you know, it didn't really go the, the first yeah. year that the Nets were in Brooklyn, all four games were awesome. Yes. Yeah. They were, yeah. they yes. were contested. Yeah. yeah. They were full of passion, you know, energy. Yep. And, that but, was a good time. Yeah, I went, yeah, I, think I went to every one. Yeah. I went to both in Brooklyn and, of course, both in New York. That's mm-hmm. a good time. And um, they were full, of, you know. But now, you know, may, but maybe in a few years, that, that would be great. The yeah, Knicks and Nets yeah. have really never been rivals. A little bit in like '92 to '94 mm-hmm. with Kenny in DC, and yeah. you know, uh, Starks and Kenny didn't mm-hmm. like each other much, and mm-hmm. Kenny Anderson. I mean, Pat and DC did not get along. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there was a little rivalry then, <laughs> but there's really never yeah. been a Knicks Nets rivalry. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the Knicks don't. I feel like the Nets hate us more than we hate them this season. Anyway. Yeah, the Knicks <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's because, because it's more like, you know, when everybody thinks about the New York team, it's the yeah, Knicks. So exactly. They're like, yo, what about yeah. us? I feel like the fans hate the Nets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but I always, I, I'll respect like a real Nets fan. Like, it's like, yo, like Draws and Petrovic, whatever. Of course, yeah. no yeah. That's Nets when you know. That's, that's, that's what's the thing. thing. Yeah. That's, I actually, I really, that's something I really enjoy talking to Kenny Anderson about. He tells me Draws and stories because, like, that dude was, was nice. Yeah. And he was like, he, he, was, he was a gangster for a Gun. He was a gangster for a European. No. You know who was a gangster, by the way, is Luca. My oh, really? boy, my boy. Oh, Doncic? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like him. My boy was on him, Chris Delgado. He was on Luca. I didn't know anything about him last year. He was yeah. like, yo, mm-hmm. this dude is nice. Yeah. And he's like tough. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Would have been nice if we got the we got him. But I like Knox, but Luca's fun. He's definitely rookie. He's of the a year. he's a he's a character. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How about Dirk? Is he gonna go till fifty? Is he going yeah, uh, and I feel like Mark Cuban will just let him. This is last season. Yeah, yeah. of course, it has to be. I don't think so. I Listen, think he looks like he could still. He could run at least one more year. Again. Mark and Mark. You're Mark, saying that for five. <laughs> and Mark Cuban probably feels like too. he. Mark Cuban probably feels he owes Dirk so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. I remember yeah. first time we played against Dirk, and you could look it up. It was December of '99 on a Thursday night. I remember that night because I had a court date. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to go to youth court that oh, night. Oh, oh, youth court. Yeah, oh. I was I was in eleventh grade, and we played the oh, Mavs, okay. and I I missed mm. that game. I was very upset. Yeah. But I, I missed most of the game. I had to go to youth court for a, I stole stole something from a store. 
Uh, I was 16. So I'm, from a, I'm actually banned from Walmart for life. Really? really? Well, I'm pretty sure I can go there. I'm not going to get caught. Is it so, on the wall in every Walmart in New York? So like, I'm saying, like, he's yeah, on the wall of shame so, right exactly, now. Exactly. <laughs> so, Do not let this man in. <laughs> I, I, stole, I stole a single CD. Oh, it was Mariah oh. Carey Heartbreaker. It was, all the singles, though, bro. It wasn't even the full album. <laughs> I just knew it was going to well, be a Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So it was I'm not one, even a Mariah Carey fan. That was a good song. Yeah, Jay killed it on that. It was one of my best friends, Sarah Dake. Her birthday, Sweet 16, was that night. Okay. I had 20 bucks in my pocket. Okay. So it was either buy her a gift or... It's whatever. It's to get weed or beer later. Mm-hmm. I was like, right. I'm getting weird. Weed that, 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 yeah, that, so and go, go, going back to being like, you know, the hard dude upstate, even though I wasn't really hard, but I listened to <laughs> hip hop and wore like, you know, gangster clothes. Yeah, yeah. I walked into a Walmart and I remember exactly what I was wearing. I was wearing a fat farm baseball jersey, a, hey. baby, a baby blue Yankee hat like this uh, <laughs> with, with, with big Carl Kanai cargo pants. Yes. Oh, so man. I walk in the store and a lady that worked there but in plain clothes was following me because uh-huh. she felt I was suspicious. Yeah. Yeah, you was. Mm. And I was. <laughs> so I realized I wanted, I wanted to get that weed and beer, uh-huh. and I had to get her a present. So I saw the Mariah Carey single. It was one of the hotter joints at the time. Mm-hmm. I knew she'd like it. Yeah. Put it in my cargo pants side pocket. Oh, man. <laughs> it gets even better. So I um, I went to the magazine part of the mm-hmm. store, and I saw a slam issue of Slam. Remember Slam Up? Yeah. Yes. And who was on Slam? Let's put Latrell Spruill doing a dunk. Oh, yeah. yeah. I look that. around. <laughs> take it out. <laughs> I take it out. You're like, I might as well get two yeah, for yeah, one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I put it in the cargo pocket. I'm out of here. <laughs> Fuck y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> so I walk out of Walmart. I'm just like, yeah. All of a sudden, lady grabs me from behind. Oh, oh, they bring me to a room. They, they ended up cuffing me, and that's why I had to go to youth court, you know, where it's like the judge is like a 15-year-old. You're represented by like a 15-year-old, so I had to get go do some community service. I had to go did to I, the... Did I let you keep the CD? No. <laughs> no. That's but, heartbreaker. <laughs> that, no, no so my, my grandfather had to come pick me up in Oneonta. That night, I got back home. My grandmother was so mad at me. She's like, I don't even want you in my house. Oh. And she's like, go, so I ended up going to the party that night. I don't even want you in my house. But she was right. She's like, we do all this for you. Go steal a $7 CD. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I was 15. And it was it was fun. So oh. part of my punishment was a lifetime ban from Walmart. But, again, I don't. One, I'm probably not going to Walmart anytime soon. <laughs> I don't think there's any even in our area, is there? Nah, not nah, maybe Westchester. Nah. There's one. Maybe Westchester. Maybe. So I don't. I don't think there's posters of me in Walmart. Okay. I don't yeah. think so. And you don't have the beard when you're like like that. I had. I, yeah. You know what's funny? I actually have a picture from that party on my Facebook. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was. It was. It was. Uh, it was. Facebook wasn't around yet, but it was. It was. Um. September of 1999. No, <laughs> it was. This, this is that night. It was September of 1999. Black flannels. That, that's me. That, that was a few hours. There's the outfit. There's the outfit. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Throwback. Throwback. Oh, oh man. man. Yeah. Outfit oh, is hard though. Oh, but my, my my favorite upstate picture though growing up. Was was when I was you know have, when I had my waves you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh waves! Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I really. Oh, I'm like, like, about to say like, like, like what? Second, like what? Yeah, yeah. I fuck with wear hard. Oh, I used wow. to wear wear hard. Wow. Man, no one got stopped though. <laughs> <laughs> I I see they try to make a comeback, but I haven't yeah. purchased yeah. anything. Yeah. But uh, I'm gonna right. fuck with the Carl Can I stuff. Oh, oh yeah, no, Carl Can I stuff, and it looks current. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like you know. It looks current. I'm definitely trying to get some of that. Yeah, that looks good. They got Nas. Yeah, yeah. Tiana yep, Taylor. Yep. So, yeah. so, so we've got a, we 
gotten a lot of topics tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they're kicking topics. us out too. So we got a lot, a lot of good topics. Oh yeah. 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 They were like, so how, I gotta go. how do we even? End? Let's see. Do we, do we even do the bro picks? Do we just? I, I, mean, I don't know. Like, the bro picks are the funnier one. I mean. Yeah. I mean, what, we got, like, what, six minutes? Yeah, <laughs> if that, yeah, because, you know. Yeah. So, oh. let's let's do some bro picks real quick. All right, bro picks, we'll, yeah. We'll, it's addition. <laughs> give, 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 give two strong ones. Two strong ones? Two strong yeah, ones. Yeah, we're going to let bro right. man from the fifth floor do the bro picks. Two strong ones. <laughs> and we, you know what, we'll have, we'll have <laughs> Anthony do one. What, so right. what oh, is this? Okay, give me an example. Wait, oh, okay, so give me an example? Yeah, give me an example, and then let him go. All right, so we're gonna, we gonna leave you the gift for the yeah. All right, <laughs> all right. So my first bro pick is Clippers versus Suns. Tobias right. Harris. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, he was guarding Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson gave him a cross off. He touched Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then on the next play, on the Clippers possession, Tobias Harris goes up for a lap and Josh Jackson blocks him. Double disrespect. Bruh, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> So that's pretty much what the bros. This is yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. and it doesn't have to be a basketball play either. It could be a, a moment. Like, yeah, like Kanye. Kanye gotcha. gets a bro. Yeah, yeah. It's gotcha. a person that didn't. So the one that comes to mind for me, real quick, is that little scrum Russell Westbrook got in with Jokic with Denver. Uh, <laughs> where he basically said something in the lines of like, yeah. "You good? But I'm gonna fuck you up." Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Bruh. That was yeah. good. Oh man. I, I like not that I want to see fights, but I think. I, I get nice. why people are friends, but so, like that's one thing I hate mm-hmm. about LeBron. I don't hate LeBron, but like mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with like being cool with other players. But I feel like LeBron like takes it to the next level of like trying to be friends with everybody. Yeah, you know what I they mean. They said that uh, it's ESPN, too much. Yeah, ESPN mm-hmm. had put out a um, a cool article between him and um, Dwayne Wade, and he was like how. LeBron goes over the top to try to make everybody his right. friend. Right. And listen, guys, mm-hmm. let, let me tell you this right now also. Guys are old. I mean, Ewing was friends in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, Oakley, Oakley was, was hanging Michael out. Michael Jordan's Oakley. best friend. Right, so yeah. it's not new, but I feel LeBron just goes so yeah. hard. And I, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's just annoying sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So give LeBron And do we need to see? And I, <laughs> <laughs> do we need to see? Now, I get it for Dwayne Wade. But every game, do we need a jersey exchange? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm cool with Dwayne Wade doing it. Yeah. yeah. He, but, like, and every now and then, like mm-hmm. with Tony Parker and Frank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. French, yeah. But do we need just a random jersey exchange <laughs> every game now? Yeah, I don't I, I, I'm, I'm not uh, a fan of that new fad. You know, I, again, I think I did like. I'm I know like, Odell I'm, does it. Yeah. It's just, I'm sure it goes some charity or something. It's just mm-hmm. like, yeah. just weird. Like you know, yeah. and I, I mean, listen, yeah, I know guys play Harvard Cross. You know, as, we yeah. could be best friends if we go play two on two. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna try to bust your ass. But yeah. like, exactly. it's just sometimes it just it's just a little too much. That's yeah, as far as I know, it's only really a tradition in soccer. In soccer, they do it often. But so like, it's always gone on in soccer. Yeah, soccer yeah. is like oh, pretty much every game. Like players from um opposite teams, they'll come up to each other, like greet each other, like they'll exchange jerseys and stuff yeah, like that. No, yeah, I mean it's cool. It's just I don't know. Like right after the game. In the battle, yeah, yeah. No. I want some fights. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That's I, fair. I'm surprised no one picked this last one though. What? Joe Kim Noah coming out and saying, "Bro, you too live for New York, and you gave us no money back." Exactly, yo. You couldn't give us a deal. You can give about five mil. Exactly, yo. Or the news a didn't even bar? that he had popping parties. Like nobody knew you had popping parties, bro. You couldn't be that lit. Uh, Nobody knew. Who knew. Yeah, I didn't know. Who knew? Yeah, me neither, yo. Man, what I a mean, weird situation. Uh, that yeah. Was. Uh, yeah. On that note, I do got one more, bro. Oh, you got up. one more? Okay. Actually, actually, a couple more. It' gonna be real quick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lakers versus Heat. Okay. Okay. Early in the game, LeBron throws the ball up to Lonzo. Lonzo's there by himself at the rim. All by myself. Tosses it up. <laughs> tosses up at the rim. Misses completely. Gets the rebound. Misses again. <laughs> 
Bruh. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> how about how about speaking of LeBron? You know how much power LeBron has when LeVar Ball really hasn't spoke all season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just that one wow. line about mm-hmm. he could coach mm-hmm. the team, but like he hasn't mm-hmm. spoke all, all season. Yeah, you're right about yeah. that. Mm. And also, one I'll, of, oh. I'll tell you what, I never, you know, being at so many Nick games over the years, you see a lot of celebrities there, and like sometimes there'll be a, a certain celebrity. Like in the Delta Lounge, where like you know they're there, and the mm. aura is crazy. Like one night, Allen Iverson was in the Delta Lounge, and you just knew he was there, and you felt it in the air. Mm-hmm. But the night Lavar Ball was there last year, mm-hmm. I mean, I've never, I mean, I've never seen anything like it. Like mm-hmm. everybody just wanted to touch him. It was just. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, oh, when man. I saw Allen Iverson in the Delta Lounge, so what happened was he was walking towards me, mm-hmm. I was walking towards him. So you know what I did? I went and crossed him. Then he tried to cross me back. Oh, <laughs> it lasted like three oh, seconds. Man. My all friend right. saw it, and that's all that matters. <laughs> you know, right. on oh, that man. note, man, I mean, we can sit and talk for hours mm-hmm. about yeah. this, but I want to make sure we get social media stuff Oh yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, before we close. Um, but, I mean, this was an amazing show, man. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed yeah. it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. yeah most definitely, yeah. So, so as a guest, you know, I want you to give your social media where people can find you. Sure. Make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, both Anthony MSG. You know, I do a lot of events, radio shows, all types of things with the Knicks organization, and my Wonderful. toy drive is going to be Thursday night. Cafe 31, free food and drinks, as long as you bring a toy or a donation. All mm-hmm. the toys are going to the Iron Mat Foundation which uh, helps uh, families with kids going through brain cancer. So, yeah, follow me on social media. And uh, hopefully Mm -hmm. hopefully, you guys can come out on Thursday night and have a good time. Wonderful, wonderful. So quickly, we're going to go around the room. Mm -hmm. You can find me at Edson Sean, E-D-S-O-N-S-E-A-N, on all social media platforms. I'm going to be dropping some new music soon. Some freestyles every Monday. So check those out. Yes, yes. And I'm JLS Draws. You can find me on Instagram at JLS Draws Things. Of course, you know. And, um... Hold up, hold yeah, you go next one. Uh social is case Kathy Steele, K T H Y underscore S T E E L E. Wonderful Ryan, where can they find you? At Sir G is chillin'. Sir G is chillin'. That is S I R G is C H I L L I N. And as you know, I'll be writing Nick's on recaps, Word. so make sure you check the nickatimeshow.com to read them. Word. I'll also get the yeah. merch. Yes, High the merch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Peace. Peace and love out to where you from. But all of my love, they have a come. Say a bit. Bright lights, big city. Bright lights, big city. Christmas time is here.
Living in the moment right now, painting mosaics with these words. Yes, this feel good though. It's that food for the soul. Nah, uh, I'm dipping in my box of chocolates. Dealing with the hand that was dealt's the only option. Forrest Gump into my next goal. Run, boy, OJ. Listening to OJ's. Sipping on Ciroc on the rocks with some OJ. Think I need some Coldplay. A hymn for the evening. I feel my limbs weaken. I guess I went too heavy on that double shot. That usually happens when I think about what others got. Comparative narratives never did me well. Might have lost the race when I looked to the right or left. Might have left comp in the dust if I kept the blinders on. Could see the easy part for me to find a song to sing. Even when I'm down my journey, I'm down and out. My dreams are out for the count and the gurney. I learned just the ups and downs that'll make you a diamond. God damn it, get your shades, I'm shining. Shine bright, limelight is yours. Whatever you want, you can get it. Shine bright, don't turn it off. Or even let it dim for a minute. Shine bright, limelight is yours. Whatever you want, you can get it. Shine bright, don't turn it off. Or even let it dim for a minute. Not for a minute, a nanosecond. Microaggression, I'm pensive, the agenda that you pushing cannot accept it It ain't the truth What is it ceiling when you can't stand to my roof? Sounds crack through the pavement The bugger, bugger, bugger. boy from the Flatbush basement With the chip tooth placed it, you cursed it but rehearsed it Cut unexpectedly like mastectomies Keep you abreast of this recipe mm, It's like a dash, a little this, a little that uh. A little chant in harmonies and major raps mm. That's Afrofuturistic Ready, I'm healing like Sebi with the linguistic Stylistics and radiant though The brilliance of the flow Comes full circle, take a ride and look how merry we go Couple horses drop us off to the sunset No carriage, a young vet I sold a flare TN for your host Shine bright, limelight is yours Whatever you want, you can get it Shine bright, don't turn it off Even let it dim for a minute Shine bright, limelight is yours Whatever you want, you can get it Shine bright, don't turn it off Even let it dim for a minute like a supernova Running high Safety's all vanished You were sober Yo Bazooka flow They shooting super soakers Anything moving Get hit Dude nuke I'm nuked it's over Yeah I told you October 25 of 09 Was a pivotal time I went from being a candle To an inferno And burn slow Like catering on a sternal Playing signal rehearsal Every moment is game time Every moment was practice Why it's never a lame line I'm Michael Jordan Kobe LeBron With the same mind I will it to happen You will is what happened See Willis was happy he gave me the keys, told me to keep moving even if no one believe. Keep running your race even if your feet bleed. You don't see the finish line yet, gun at full speed. Shine bright, line light is Whatever you want, you can get it. Shine bright, don't turn it off. Or even let it dim for a minute. Shine bright, line light is yours. Whatever you want, you can get it. Shine bright, don't turn it off. Or even let it dim for a minute. Don't turn it off Or even let it dip for me
was I so blind I was in it I was still in love, you were finished But see the way you scandalize my name With random lies I, I know you love me still You keep my name in your mouth like it's lunchtime It ain't no punchline We laughed and cried I'm bad divine But ooh, I know you love me still You burn me But I still wish you good luck in your journey, journey Wait a minute, think back Well, this is all my fault My first mistake was I should've never loved you more than I loved myself Thought if I could heal you, I could heal me too Maybe find a real me in you And I'm sorry I should've never put that pressure on you Should've known better, should've never let you in Should've never gave you that ride home Should've never got addicted to your life And in this beauty I would bask Bask, oh, hold up, wait I need a flask Fill that thing up with that brown water I'm about to splash Pools full of liquor and I'm diving in it Dug in my paint and found a diamond in it But see the way you scandalize my name With random lies I, I know you love me still You keep my name in your mouth like it's lunchtime It ain't no punchline You laughed and cried I'm bad